Some content in this program might not be suitable for all audiences, so listener discretion is advised. The Anime Bonsai Podcast is not affiliated with companies, organizations, groups, and blogs other than those represented by Utah Anime Promotions. Although the information discussed on this program is believed to be accurate, neither its hosts, guests, nor the sponsors of this program make any representations or guarantees as to its accuracy or completeness. All works discussed in this program are copyright by the representative companies, and any opinions expressed by individuals on this program are opinions only and do not reflect those of Utah Anime Promotions or its subsidiaries. For those of you still listening, congrats, we're done with the boring part. As you've probably figured out by now, this is a podcast, and as such, it's not intended to be broadcast to large audiences. This means we don't have to play by the same rules as those types of broadcasts either. So if you're the type that thumps religious books and objects to colorful language, this might not be for you. If you're not, we need to hang out more. So as a friend of ours has been known to say, Kamehameha bitches, bring it on. Welcome to another episode of the Anime Bonsai Podcast. With us today, we have Chris, who is our marketing director. Hello! For the first time, we have Jose, who is one of the heads. Hi. Oh, come on. <laughs> Hello, Jose. <laughs> Hello. We missed you. And yeah. we also have a special guest with us. We have Warky. Work, work. Glad to have you here. Mm-hmm. Yes. Thanks. We have Bentley, who is viewing rooms and our anime news. As always. And we have Sarah, who is in charge of panels. Hello, all. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, going first with Chris. Any new news on advertising? Um, not really a whole lot new with advertising. I think the biggest announcement has been a sponsorship, actually. Oh, really? Who? Uh, X Mission. Nice. Yeah. Fantastic. Yep. They, uh, uh, Mindy, our uh, company contact, aka sponsorship director, did secure a sponsorship through X Mission. So that's nice. Yeah, definitely. We're very thankful to have them on board, and we. Hope to continue a great relationship with them. So hopefully you should see some ads and stuff coming out from the advertising department in the next couple of weeks. So. Okay. And I heard that the float got nixed. The float did get nixed. We just... Aww. Aww. I know. I just wasn't... Like, it... For reference. For reference. Oh, yes. <laughs> Um, there was this idea that got thrown around. It actually... The background behind it was Adam and I were sitting in his kitchen... And just kind of BSing, and all of a sudden he's like, "Let's do a float," which I was joking. By the way, he was joking. <laughs> and the problem is that I, if someone presents an idea to me, I figure out a way to make it work, and so I immediately go into just building this idea in my head, getting it all worked out. At which point it goes over to our building liaison Jack, who is a professional drafter, and he's like starting to work and draft it all out in CAD and Revit. And just building this incredible three-dimensional model. And then we're like, uh, we don't have time. Yeah, it was going to be a Days of 47 parade that, that was Yeah, that was July the July 24th. And yep. the, the, it was a Pioneers Going West theme. So we, we were having lots of fun discussing how we could westernize different anime characters. Yes. That was one of the more interesting ones, was built deciding how can we westernize these characters. Some of them were very obvious. Uh, Vash the Stampede is pretty much already in western wear. We just need to kind of date him back another 30, 40 years as far as his wares. Um, but there, there were a few ideas that came. They were, no, we are not doing Strike Witches, Bentley. Uh, no. <laughs> so anything about that? But may, um, maybe next year. Maybe next year. That, that definitely is a hope. Apparently, it's one of the biggest parades in the world. Really? Which, yeah, it surprised the heck Bigger out of me. in Chicago? It's, like on, it's not quite as big as like Macy's, the New York ones. But it's one of the biggest in the world. 
That's very interesting. I know. So this is Utah, though. We we, we book out the East Center when Trans Siberian Orchestra comes here. Well, that's because they're good. Well, they come here and they see we're sitting there in our metal heavy metal T-shirts, and then we have an elderly couple in suits next to us. Yes. Then we have families that bring their kids, and I remember the head of TSO said, "I can't believe." Utah's like this. I, it's family home entertainment. I never thought I would be that. <laughs> so yeah. Utah is unique. Utah so. is very unique for that, which also, as far as marketing goes, presents a whole different thing because in most areas, as far as marketing goes, you get very segmented groups. Mm-hmm. And in Utah, you don't have that. There's this, it's much more organic in its flow. You don't have this, the normal demographics. You know, in most areas, you have 18 to 24 year old women and 18 to 24 year old men, and you just have these very specific, very rigid dynamics that happen. And in Utah, because there's such a family atmosphere, it's this weird trickle down effect when you start dealing with it. And so, yeah, it's just not one member of the family going; it's the family going. Let's make this a family event. Let's all go. Yeah, and actually, there was a, gr- a great example of that at Bonsai. It was the first year I went. It was 07. And the, the, they were in the costume contest, and it was uh, Gara. I remember this. It was a Naruto cosplay. Yeah, it was a Naruto cosplay. And it was a family. It, yeah, it was, it was a dad and his two daughters doing cosplay. Yeah, it was the, the, the teacher for Gara and yes. Tamari. Yeah. And Konkro. It was, it was their head teacher. It was playing their dad. And yeah. then his kids were the three characters. So they have this, you know, that, that's one thing that we do see a lot more. And especially in comparison to some of the other anime conventions that I go, that I've been to, and other such events, you do have this weird. Well, it's, I wouldn't say weird. You just have this very family-focused event, and this very this the the overall vibe is just let's all go. Yeah, that's right. We have um, I know some people who are volunteers, like the parents are volunteers, and they let the kids you know, go attend the events and stuff. And the parents aren't interested in the content maybe, but they are interested in what their kids are doing. Yeah. And so they're like, hey, we'll volunteer. We'll, you know, um, do this for you. Since we're here watching our kids, we might as well be having a good time too. Yeah, exactly. So, and yeah. it's and that's great because you can have, one of the big problems we've had always with uh, our volunteers and people who watch over the con and whatnot is simply that a lot of them are the same age as our attendees. So there's an authority issue. And when you can have adults come in and watch over things, that's just excellent. We should totally get SWAT this year, just full on SWAT. <laughs> well, we are trying to uh, talk to some local ROTC groups. We are by a military base. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And we might get a few people in uniform to help out, but that's you know, solely in a volunteer capacity. Yeah. Well, one other thing, speaking of volunteers and advertising, we do have the flyers, the PDF versions available on the website for download. Thank you for getting those up, by the way. They're, they're full page. There's color and black and white. So yep. if, if anyone wants to download them, print them out, and distribute, we would appreciate that. Um, one, one thing we have been doing is printing them double-sided on the back with the registration form, which is also available in black and white and color. And I have to say, those flyers have been... They're absolutely beautiful. They're very well designed, and um, they're probably the best looking flowers we've ever had. And oh. they're they're just they're great. You Good did job. a great job, job on them, Adam. Yeah. <laughs> um, one of one little side note on that: if you are going to be passing out flyers, there is a big request from me, which is if you are passing them out at a business, or if you are giving them to a business to put up, 
ask permission from the business. Same thing with a school. I know that a lot of schools need permission. Yes, absolutely. So if you are planning on passing out flyers, please ask permission. Yeah, or if you know a business or are involved with a business that might be interested in sponsoring or putting ads in the program book or putting stuff in the bags that we hand out at Pre-Reg, talk to Chris. Yep. His email's on the website. Yep, advertising at animebonsai.org. If you're listening to this and you work for a company and they may be interested in sponsoring the convention, you can also contact Mindy Trim. Her email is companycontact at animebonsai.org. And we're pretty much available 24 hours a day. Yeah, and we also do have the video screens and main events, which is the largest room at the con. Yes. That we can do video ads on. Yep. It's something that we've been trying to do in the past, but we haven't. Last year we was the first the year yeah, last that year. we really had advertising on there. Yeah. And yeah, that was the first year. Uh, I no, I, we had one in OA, but I was saying, but we yeah, we are now. We do have opportunities available to do you know video ads during certain events or you know during intermissions when people are filing in. Yeah, or we can combine stuff and make a package deal of some sort. Exactly. Oh, you can definitely give us a call. Um, everything's kind of is it's very flexible, so we can really work some stuff out. Okay, great. Right. On to Jose. Jose. Okay. Do you have any? Anything to say as the one of the two convention heads? Well, um, I'm more the sub-convention head. You've already had uh, Tyla Sprouse on, and she's sort of the founder and head. I'm sort of her lieutenant. But um, just to describe what I do, I take care of at least half the departments. They report to me. And I see my job more to say no than anything else. <laughs> no. It's, Jose, can we? But, no. Good job. But, but it's going to be, no. Well, no. Well, it's, it's the problem you have in any organization wherein ideas are easy. Everyone has ideas, but it's the follow through, the resources needed, the ability to execute on it. And you need someone with oversight to do that. And I try to be that. Um, as far as announcements go, we are getting to the about five or six months from the con point, if we're not there already. And our meetings are going to start going we're bi-weekly. Four. Yeah. As of June, Lots it'll of be four months. Do. Oh, Lord. Okay. <laughs> Lots of work to do. As we get closer, um, our meetings over at the library will be bi-weekly. And if you absolutely want to get in hip deep, and get started doing things heavily uh, for the convention, now would be the time. Go to animebonsai.org. Uh, the meeting notes are there. And I know that earlier in the year, it feels like we're not really doing much as much as we are planning. But right now is really where we get to the point that we start executing on every one of our plans and really putting together the con. And uh, as, as always, as ever, we need you, whoever you are, whatever you think you can contribute. You might think you don't have anything to contribute. I promise we can find a place for you. Yeah, help us help you. Yes. Help us help everyone. No, it's helping <laughs> us. Let, let's be fair. Yeah, but I know, it is I know security great. is probably the biggest one. So, well, and I know we, I know we get on. really stretched, especially as we get closer to the con and... It's that, the con itself. Yeah, and this, it's gets the very nature. Then. And so we think, I know a lot of people will think that, oh, we have this under control. And it's, you know, things go off well, but then it's so draining on staff. Uh, and we can always use extra. <laughs> <laughs> to our credit, absolutely, externally, it's viewed as 
really under control and really tight and really yeah. well done. But volunteers, general volunteers and security are absolutely the places where we are run ragged. And every year I've attempted to, or, or we've attempted to put in a schedule of shifts wherein people can leave and possibly have a meal or, or, <laughs> get, or, some or, or get some sleep other than at 2 a.m. or something possibly. like that. We've never been able to do that. And I, I would love to at least double or triple the staff. I think we've doubled this year. It's still not enough. Um, everyone's got their lieutenants. I, I always want more because burnout is the biggest risk of the convention. Um, be, beyond anything, it is pushing yourself too far, having a breakdown, pulling yourself away. And I understand doing that, your health comes first. This is ultimately a convention about cartoons. <laughs> it's, it's not the biggest thing what? in the world. Yeah, I know, I know. Don't be so hurtful. Well, that's, that's part of my job, right? I thought it they're wasn't not cartoons, they're Japanese animation. <laughs> I thought it wasn't coming. I, 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 I will like... say this: if, if Japanese animation has done anything, it goes to prove the point that uh, graphic narrative is valid storytelling. I agree. And, yes. and that's that... very political what they say. Thank you, Jose. Yeah. Well, no, no. It... I concur. No, no. As as a as a language <laughs> arts teacher, that that is something that uh, I know some some teachers who will not think that the graphic form, a graphic novel, is. Valid media. Mature, yeah, valid, yeah, or valid um, storytelling device. Even right. they they look at it and they say, "Oh, it's just comic books." If it's anyone just disagrees, we're taking them to Comic Con, and I'm going to film it, yeah. <laughs> and then I'll put it on YouTube, and I'll yeah. be famous. But um, no, it, it it is. It's <laughs> it shows that it's for everyone, and that's what we're celebrating. So when I say cartoon, I mean it with the utmost respect. I don't like how that's been ghettoized. I don't like how it's been sort of... Well, it has. Yeah. Me right? neither, I mean, brother. An animated film can't uh -huh. get the best film Oscar, but they have their own best film Oscar. They have their own little ghetto that's separate. Actually, wasn't it Up that was nominated for it, Best that, Picture? That's true. That's and true. And the last one before that, I think, was Snow White. Yeah. yeah. Well, no. Uh, Beauty and the Beast was or up Beauty for Best Beast. Film back in uh, 93. 394. So it does happen, but not. It does. <laughs> it does happen, but most of the time it's like they're put over there in the little kids' table. Right, right, right. It's it's Equal the kids' rights, table, equality. or it's or it's or it's separation. <laughs> and you know, if if I want anything to come out of this convention, it's a few things. One, it's fellowship, right? Yeah. Uh, the building of community, and two, it's presenting this community to the world, and you know, not normalizing it, but showing that. It's valid, and it's not silly or stupid or any of these other, you know, uh, pejoratives that people throw at us. Well, it, it's usually you can get anyone who's a big film buff and talk to them and find out what films they like, and you can usually find an equivalent animation yeah. that they would watch and usually would like. And, 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 and it's so much better than it used to be. I mean, for those of us who came up in the late 80s, early 90s of anime, you, you sort of had, uh, what, Akira, Vampire Hunter D, Ronmo One Half, and a few others. Mm, yeah, and Ninja that was Scroll. It. Yeah, and it was dubbed, it was on VHS, and, and it was $40. And found in the kids section at Blockbuster. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Where, where it didn't belong, you know. <laughs> First five minutes of Ghost in the Shell, Mommy, what's that? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Why is Pretty that much. lady jumping? 
Yeah. I mean, things, things have improved incredibly. You know, I, I don't want to rally on, on those darn kids, but you have no idea how good you have it. I, oh. yeah, it's true. I go, okay, okay, okay. So okay. True. Everyone take an old man moment. Yeah. I prefer not okay, to. Okay, done. Well, you can have an old woman moment. Are you commenting yeah. on my age? <laughs> that's, that's great. Danger. Danger. Oh, I'm just going to... Okay, hold on. You're just going to hear Stay me away. quietly slink so. away. <laughs> but yeah, also back then, paying almost $30, $40 for two episodes Absolutely. on VHS, we've evolved a lot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's um, Hulu, Crunchyroll, Netflix, etc. You know, some of which give their stuff away. Uh, there's more DVDs than ever. There's the vast time sink slash library of Alexandria that is the internet. Yay! You know? <laughs> and yeah, a lot of the companies are even making their back archives available online, which is what, very nice for streaming. I, I, I think that's excellent. And I think we're probably going to see that more and more in the future. And I hope, my only hope is that uh, our connected nature and the actual physical connections can keep up. Because yes. the media's there, the companies want to do it, but you know. Um, and hopefully, Chris mentioned the X U.S. won't get a great firewall of China. Right. Well, Chris mentioned <laughs> yeah. X Mission. I am incredibly ha proud to have them involved in the convention because they are absolutely at the forefront of the fight for free information and better connections to consumers. Yay. They were behind uh, the Utopia Fiber Optic Initiative. Yes. They have a fiber optic uh, metronet down here. They are, have free Wi-Fi throughout downtown Salt Lake. They're absolutely about open access. And that is the most important thing we have to preserve for our future. Because it's all information now. Yeah. Everything you watch, everything you see. So, Except to Sony. I'm sorry. <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> no, I guess yeah, it is free information up. now. It's working. You can play a game. It I watch does. some Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> I heard it's not up in Japan. No, it's not. No, no, places, it's not. It's not up in Japan because the Japanese government says, we don't want this put up yet until you can prove to us that it's going to be secure. Really so we're the guinea pigs? And then right after that, they had a breach. Right. Exactly Another after breach. that. Another breach, yes. Well, it wasn't a breach so much as the system that they had in place. They hadn't thought it through. But it's, I mean. It was, I, it was uh, like a, a specific site set up to uh, change your information. Right. And the problem is the information, information from. was okay. from then the Then it's been hacked two times. Right. It was right. hacked two more times. The other time was someone logged in and stole over $1,000 worth of credits. Right. Mm -hmm. Oh, the credit zone. Yeah. 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 So I guess there is two. So well, that, three total. But, I mean, the same thing, they don't talk about it as much, but there have been credit scandals with Xbox, and there have been... Oh, yes. It's, it's, not to the degree that's... No, not to this mean, degree. Obviously. Absolutely not. Uh, I don't want that's to... That's unacceptable. <laughs> I, okay, so I'm kind of two mi I'm here. two mi Well, no, we can, we can kind of... This is an objection, I'm sorry. No, you're fine. This is absolutely great. Going forward, Sony has to be perfect. They, they can't be allowed even the smallest misstep. And, and honestly, I think that'll make them a better network. If anything, from at least my limited perception of them, they are wonderful for hardware, but they fall apart when it comes to software. And, and, and their DRM. Yeah, yeah. Because, and sometimes I mean, they're marketing. Stuff, stuff like, yeah, sometimes <laughs> they're... Um, there's stuff that interfaces with you, like the original cross-media bar or the Sony the Sonic stage or these other pieces of software. They didn't really get it. HMI, basically. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. Well, on the software Not, level, no. the, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And and hopefully, you know, now that they actually have a head of computer security and whatnot, I think going. Forward, <laughs> <laughs> You're kidding, right? Yeah. yeah. No, no. It's it's it's. They they had their security section, but they have a new even higher. <laughs> Overseer, over security. They just it's upgraded like to Netscape. Yeah, twenty to thirty <laughs> people. No, no, come on. Actually, yeah, Netscape, Netscape became Firefox. So yeah, oh, I, and, and I think going forward, Sony will be someone that can be more trustworthy. I, I, I think if anything, watching the live stream of of from Japan of all the members of Sony standing up in front of everyone, bowing deeply and apologizing, which is a deeply culturally shameful act for them mm -hmm. would would you know hopefully chastise them and and i like a lot of the sony first party games i don't play first person shooters so for those of you listening no money has been exchanged here opinions <laughs> expressed in this program <laughs> <laughs> they all got money from microsoft i got money from sony it works There's I, I balance. Do know. it's balance i do know that sony now uh, because of the breach they actually are offering free games on their network as soon they as are. it's back up yeah, yeah. whenever that Which, will be yeah. But going back to bonsai-related stuff. Oh, sure. <laughs> yeah. You so know I go off pr on Pretty much if anyone else is interested in volunteering, go poke Jose at the next planning meeting. Yeah, I, I will have places to plug you in. Um, basically, my overview of the situation allows me to much better figure out where people would fit to get things done. You're not going to be doing busy work you're not going to be a useless adjunct i will put you somewhere where you can get something done and that is the absolute most important part uh beyond that um i look forward to announcing guests very soon i look forward to general distribution of printed flyers we're moving forward very quickly and i i think this year is going to be our best yet yeah, I, I believe uh, wasn't it next month we were going to start having some mass printed flyers available. That's right. At yeah, meetings you, you, for people to to grab yeah. and distribute. Yeah, uh, I've approved that, and that will happen soon. Great. Yay. Okay, now for our guest, Orky. How are Yay. you doing today? I am working awesome. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, we've had you at Bonsai for man, how long has it been? Holy work, I have no idea. It's been I want to say years. four to five years. Four or five yeah. years. Not was it the first year where we were at the Sheraton? It, it's all kind of a fuzz. I think I, so. I went actually as a person just going to the con when you were at Slick. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. So like, I went just for a day. I just went and checked it out. And I was like, was wow. It the, this was it the first or the second? You guys had Spike Spencer? Second year. Second okay, second year. It was the second year. That's when I first started going to Bonsai. I heard about this little con, and I was like, oh, let me go to it. I went. I think it was only one day as it was. No. Maybe it was two? It was like a day and a half. Yeah, because oh, yeah, I went to the full day one, the Saturday one. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, okay, that was fun. I had a great time. And then all of a sudden, like, that next year, yeah, whatever the year after that was, that's when you guys made the me a guest. The first year at the Sheraton. Yes, yeah. that was it then. Yeah, the first year of the Sheraton was all the stuff with... Uh, we had Michael with Dobson. Piano Squall. And right, then, Dobson. Yeah. And Dobson and Piano Squall and Marky. Yeah, that yeah. was a good lineup. Yeah, it was. Well, so, except for the fact that we didn't have Piano Squall. Well, right, because he hurt his wrist. Oh, yes. So he was no, 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 no. Or was that the year after? after? It, was it was the year, year after, after when he hurt his wrist. That it was all. Yeah. Right, right. But yeah, that was nice having him out on the piano in the... Uh, out in the hall? Yeah. Out in the hallway, just randomly just playing. Jamming. Yeah. But so when it, when it comes to the whole 
well, you, you playing the music that you do at different conventions. How did this start? Just playing conventions or just... Yeah. Um, well, believe it or not, <laughs> <laughs> back in 1999, Whoa. like way back... Time travel. 12 years. I, I was at Icon... <laughs> 20 maybe <laughs> i can't remember what it was i came <sighs> icon 18 they're like on 32 now or something but it was in new york and i was just playing piano in the hallway i was playing video game music i knew a bunch of 8-bit stuff and uh some guys like you know can you do a panel on this can you come back to icon and i was like yeah sure i'll do a panel and i started doing panels just as a joke and then they're like oh, i would like to you know can you play the cabaret can you do this can you do that and all this other stuff and then i was like okay that sounds like fun and i started getting invited just a little shows and con things just doing a panel here and there fine not really a main guest or anything but in 2004 that's when it really kicked off because of piano squall which is actually funny uh he was doing icon he was just there he was uh with a group called otaku duet at the time it wasn't piano squall yet <laughs> and uh, natalie klein and and him were she would sing and he'd play piano it was really a cool thing and then uh, eventually they she went off to college and they branched off and he became piano squall but he invited me uh to go to go with him to otakon to do a show with him there, to go and sing and stuff. And I sang and I, I performed there. And I did Otakon, uh, wow, 2004. And, and Chuck Huber was there, actually, which is kind of funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> that's the first time I met him in 2004. But, uh, yeah, we, we did a show. And then after that, people just started going, okay, great. And I left the scene after 2006. I just stopped. I didn't want to do it anymore. I was done. I moved to Utah. I said, I'm, I'm over with this. And then you guys <laughs> wanted to get Piano Squall but couldn't because of his wrist or whatever. And then he called me and he goes, hey, you want to do a con in Utah? He's like, you're going to have a lot of fun with this. It's in Utah. It's close, man. It's right by you. And I'm, <laughs> I was like, why aren't you doing it? And he's like, I hurt my wrist. Remember? I was like, oh, yeah. And he's just like, Wark-. he's like, Warky, I-, I recommended you for it because, you know, you do a similar show. And I was like, yeah, I haven't done a show, though, in a while. And he's like, well, just talk to them. And then Shannon got in touch with me. And I think Panon, whatever. Shannon. That, that's Shannon. Yeah, yeah Shannon. Yeah, same person. Shannon, Pan, okay. Pan, the Paninator. Right, right whatever. <laughs> She's like a Pokemon. She just evolves. <laughs> <laughs> no offense, Shannon. I love you. Shannon, did you evolve too? <laughs> but uh, that she, would be she contacted event. she contacted me and just went off on it. She's like, "Yeah, we'd love to have you. What are your demands? What is this?" I'm like, "I'm local. It's okay. Just you know." And they're like, "We'll make you a guest and everything." I was like, "Okay, cool." And then I showed up, and the newspaper got a uh, hold of me. Uh, the Desert Morning News. Scott Ibasaki did an interview with me, and after that, every con heard about me and started going off on it. And then they started wanting me for other cons and other cons and other cons. And now, I, oh gosh, I did like 20-something shows last year. You're, wow. you're both pretty much now, now. Now I'm booked a lot. <laughs> and it, it's interesting how things happen. How it all evolved. I mean, yeah. you, you just mm-hmm. did it as a joke, and then all of a sudden it became this phenomenon. I'm sure there's many actors that kind of have the same situation happen to them. Yeah, Harrison Ford, man. I mean, even yeah. look at St- what's her name? Yeah. Uh, J.K. Rowling is that her name? The the one that did Harry Potter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I should know yes, this. Yes, that is J.K. So Rowling. She was a she was a waitress. Like she was just a server for for years up until like her third book, and then all of a sudden somebody's like, "Oh, this is interesting. Let's make it for American press." And after that, she like, you know, she was just a waitress. That and all the actors Kevin Smith has introduced. Oh my gosh! Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it, so so bonsai. Your, your first bonsai was the first year at Sheraton. Yes. And we've had you back every year. You're, you're practically staff. <laughs> That's what they say. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Absolutely yeah. love it. Well, I'm glad you have fun. So is, is there anything in particular that happens just about every con you go to, like, cert, like certain songs, certain requests, or does it change where you go? Oh, my work. It changes. Every con, it changes. Somebody wants to hear something weird. <laughs> something weird. <laughs> well, what's the weirdest is- request? Um, <laughs> my weirdest request 
playing the chocobo theme uh like i was in <laughs> like with a sitar <laughs> like, they wanted me to play the chocobo theme in a sitar sound and like format it so that it would sound like it was far eastern or something <laughs> it was really bizarre I've had one that said, can you play it like a banjo and like make it sound like a southern chocobo song? And <laughs> That's just weird with the chocobo theme, but I've gotten requests for like, like one guy was like, can you play Blaster Master? I was like, wow. Like, Whoa, yeah, right. who there. remembers that game? Like, uh-huh. I own it. <laughs> yeah. <same. laughs> I don't have a problem. We're, we're, we're aging ourselves here. Yeah. You know? Well, one guy was like, I want to hear the theme to Gyromite. I was like, Gyromite? Wow. <laughs> He's like, I still have my Rob the Robot. I, was, I have that somewhere. <laughs> Things like that where you go, I'm sorry, I don't really know that, but I'll learn it later. <laughs> I, I just got a boy in his blob. I just learned that for some guy who wanted to hear it at some con in like the Midwest. And well, pr- Lunar, pretty soon people know. will be requesting yeah, you yeah, to do was, songs on a theremin. So. Oh, my goodness. I should get ready. <laughs> I had a guy give me an ocarina once, and he's like, can you play any of the Link songs? And I was like, give me a second. And I totally played it. He was like, wow. You're well, some people can just pick up instruments. I mean, I played clarinet for eight years, and if I picked it up now, I'd be totally lost. What? So, some people could just... I play clarinet. So oh, okay. I actually do. <laughs> See, some people are just... You, you can pick up stuff a lot easier than others. Well, and teaching myself piano, I guess. You yeah, know. yeah. So it's just interesting how that works. So uh, uh, other than the weird requests, I mean, like con experiences, is there any fun con experiences that you can share with <laughs> I've us? I've got oh, tons of those. <laughs> um, actually, it's funny. I have people ask me all the time, well, where's your Chocobo costume? You know, why aren't you like dressed up as a Chocobo and all this? And then finally, this girl actually from Bonsai, I want to tell you guys really quickly, this girl from Bonsai, she's like, Borky, I'm going to sew you a costume. And... I was like, sure you will, sure. And sure enough, um, she came over. <laughs> she came over last Tuesday, and I put on the Chocobo costume for the first time. And, wow! And uh, <laughs> it looks freaking fantastic. Her name is Tony T, and uh, maybe I shouldn't mention that. I mean, just Tony T. Well, and go just, ahead. <laughs> so, a- as someone who was been in costume before, mostly yeah. Pikachu. Do not ask people to make you a costume. I lost a bet. <laughs> <laughs> and for two years straight, a uh, 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 Pikachu costume says. was made for me. You will never live this down. I just straight up. We've got photos, <laughs> but I look really good. But will. Oh, oh, I mean, you can ride me. Like, well, you know, <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Wait. I mean, uh, oh my. <laughs> I should have worded that. Better. <laughs> I'll take yeah, the first line here. Shenanigans. Shenanigans. <laughs> I You'll just mean the fine. fact that, you know, it's it's very sturdy. Yes. 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 And I'm a very big chocobo. So. <laughs> so it's not like what it was for me, which is basically a yellow sack. Oh, no. There's feathers everywhere on this costume. It's amazing. I'm like, it, it looks really cool. You see it and you just laugh. You just go, oh, my gosh. And then you want to take pictures. And it's it's adorable. I love it. And she's a really incredible, like, seamstress. I mean, is that what they call them? Yes. Yeah. Okay, good. Seamstress. She's Close amazing. Yeah, I mean, and she she just did it just because she wanted to like do something nice for me. I mean, what a cool fan! Like, she's amazing, and uh, so I'm going to be debuting that costume actually at Anime Oasis, which is next week. Isn't Sweet. this their last year? They called it Anime Oasis Final. I don't know the reason. <laughs> <laughs> but but well, uh, I mean, you know, this sounds pessimistic. <laughs> you know, it's your final one. Nah, they'll be back. I'm sure they'll be back. Okay, so so other than the costume, what what are your experiences of cons outside of Utah? 
you know, <laughs> as a guest, I mean, we, we try as a to guest, treat I'm our guests nice. I'm not sure I'm the, the guest experience well. at other cons, but as far as like weird stuff that's happened, as long as you're not asking him to say, "Are they better than us?" Yeah, no, that's I, not <laughs> what I'm asking. Well, believe it or not, in all all interviews, I actually do mention bonsai in almost every one of them. I always talk about how wonderful they are. Like bonsai is my favorite con. It is like hands down. Like even back in New York and everything. No, this one is my hands down favorite con. Well, well, just have you. I've got a hundred dollar bill for you later. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, to that end, you are the absolute exemplar of what we want a guest to be. You just are out completely there. no. You're completely open to people. You are completely approachable, and you're incredibly entertaining. You're everything we want, which is why we keep bringing you back. It's my tagline. I'm marketable. <laughs> <laughs> I've got con stories left and right about just random things. And I've got to tell you guys weird stories. Here's a con experience that hasn't happened yet, but the experience has happened, even though the con hasn't yet. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, I noticed that for some reason there are conventions that are putting me up there saying, Warky the Chocobo is coming. Come see Warky, blah, blah, blah. And then... I find out about it because fans are like, I can't wait to see you. I, you know, I'm really excited, blah, blah, blah. They're so excited about it. And then I go, what are you talking about? I'm not visiting this place. I'm not visiting this place. Oh, really? And I was, this just happened recently with the Fandemonium in uh, Nampa. They're August 5th through 7th, and they're a great con. I went last year. It was a lot of fun. But they have me on the guest list, and they haven't contacted me. And I was actually told by the con head, you are not coming. <laughs> You're not going to Phantomonium. Okay, that's interesting. And I was just like, well, can you please take me off the website then? And Was this last year's guest list? <laughs> well, that's what I thought, but it says returning guests. Ooh. And then it has my picture and everything. And I was like, and you just copy I'm... and paste last year's. <laughs> so even AnimeCons.com has me listed on it now. And oh, I'm just like, I'm not... I'm not even like scheduled. I have nothing. No plans, no itinerary. I've got nothing. You haven't even talked to me about this. And so, is that going to happen? Probably not, because no one's getting in touch with me. Someone should have. You know, you don't, you, that's just bad practice. But more cons are doing that. I, I've had a couple of other conventions oh. who are just like, yeah, Warky's coming. And I actually wrote one convention. I said, I am, I said, thank you so much for putting me on the guest list. I am free. Tell me what, you know, where I'm getting my airfare and my hotel, my stuff. You give me an itinerary, blah, blah, blah. I can't wait to come. And then they wrote back going, oh, Warky. Hi, thank you so much for contacting us. We're very excited to have you this year. Um, um, we'll, we'll get in touch with you. And then they called me and stuff. And we've set it up. Now I'm part of that con. That's interesting. Yeah. It, am I that popular? Like, really? Yes. Do you yeah. need me to sell pre reps? <laughs> we'll um, get you a t shirt. Yes. You can wear that till the <laughs> To be entirely honest, your name does bring people. And uh, two other quick things. One, you know, uh, just a general announcement to the listening audience. Warky is not manifested by prayer. You have to actually call him. <laughs> and, and two, I do not understand why a convention would do that. Because the logistics of getting these people there, making sure that they are fed, have a place to rest, meeting their demands, it, it makes absolutely no sense. And I'm sure. I, like yeah. It is. So I have one comment on this, and I think... There is a bit of humor to this that we could pull off because of the conventions putting Warkey down mm-hmm. when they haven't confirmed it. I totally think we should put that Akira Kurosawa is coming to our convention. <laughs> and when people ask, we just point and say, can't you see him? 
What I love about this, this is the part I absolutely love about this, is that you're not even halfway doing this. You've immediately gone to someone who is dead. Yes. Well, you point to the sky yeah. when you say that. It's not just, no, no, they're in the same country. No, they are dead and buried in another country. We do not know where. And you can find out that they are dead on Wikipedia. That's yes, Chris. We'll call it the Emperor's new guest. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. You never cease to amaze, and that's why I watch you most closely of all. You, you see, Chris, uh, he feels a little let down having not been raptured yesterday. Oh, oh. Like, yes, there's we, a chance. We are recording this on the twenty second, the yes. day after, when a family radio said that those who were special and good and wonderful would be gone and everyone we know is still here so <laughs> that make of that what you will yeah. well i think many of us will still be here anyway <laughs> Not but we would miss more worky because you know yeah. if anyone would go yeah uh, worky and sarah i i honestly uh, had somebody check yesterday no joke they they, 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 they came on here they came, that's what they asked they came on facebook they're like are you still here I was like, yeah. And he goes, blank. Well, I guess all of us are still here then. <laughs> He's like, I'm just checking on the front. I was like, everything is good. The Mormons are still here. You know? You're talking humor. I know, right? Terrible. <laughs> but uh, other just weird con experiences. What 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 is this podcast rated? This is an uncensored it's podcast. Open. Great. Okay, so I've got this one story about this girl <laughs> who was dressed as Riku. And she's just like, you know, you know Riku's costume. From yeah. Final Fantasy yeah. X. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So from Final Fantasy X or that Vermeer painting. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't painted on, was it? No, no. Oh, like, okay. Luckily. <laughs> not this time. But I... <laughs> that's so but good. Uh, he had to pause there for a minute and think about what he just said. I was like, Wait. Later on, yeah. the secret life of Chocobos. <laughs> this is Warky Unplucked. <laughs> but uh, Riku, she comes up to me. She goes, Warky, Warky, I'm so happy to see you. Oh my gosh, Warky. She starts jumping up and down. She's freaking out. She's giving me a hug. And just as she's jumping up and down, her she had a costume malfunction. And, <laughs> and her top kind of just fell out and bongity, like bongity. yeah no kidding and she's still jumping up and down on me <laughs> <laughs> and I had to tell her to please stop I'm sorry it's not you it's nothing personal it's just look down and she goes oh my gosh why are you is it okay <laughs> and I'm like please just put it back on I think I could really get sued I don't even know how old you are she's like I'm 18 I'm legal it's okay I'm like it's not bad I'm like it's not bad please <laughs> She's just like working. I'm so, I'm so sorry. I'm so embarrassed. And I was like, okay, no worries. <laughs> she left, and later in the con, every time we saw her, she'd just be like, hey. Uh. Like, look the other way, and like she was really nervous. I felt well, so badly. You walk over and say, I got you a present. There's some double-sided tape. <laughs> <laughs> she was very embarrassed. I felt terrible about that, but Aww. she, she was just like so glad that I didn't like do something really terrible or really try to embarrass her. I just try to keep it low key, which is. Probably the best thing. I'm going to tell you, right, low-key until I nationally, you know, (laughs) put this on a podcast. (laughs) You wish it was just America. I don't even know her name. I feel so badly. (laughs) That's for the best. Probably. (laughs) Her name is Riku. Let's just go with that. Yeah. Well, we've had some people at Bonsai previously that we we had to talk to them because we were in fear of having possible... (sighs) Wardrobe malfunctions. Wardrobe, yeah, yeah, malfunctions. No kidding. 
but Dis- mm-hmm. discretion is the better part of valor there. And people, <laughs> j- just to let you know, if you're not willing to abide by our suggestions, we're more than happy to eject you from the convention. Okay, we. I gotta tell <laughs> you, this. we will talk to you beforehand. <laughs> yes. yes. There's a there's another story that I haven't told anybody yet. I've never told a con, a con thing this, but this is just <gasps> premier, so funny. Premier. You know, the premiere. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Mark Mark You heard it on. <laughs> you heard the Anime Bonsai Podcast. We were, but uh, we were at what was it Albuquerque? I think it was Albuquerque. I want to say it's Albuquerque. It was Anime Land Otaku Max. Now Anime Land is like the other great convention guys. Like these guys do four shows, sometimes five a year, depending on whatever. They're amazing, and they just they just keep going with it, and it's a ton of fun. But uh, we we're all going out for this guest dinner, and like I was with like Lisa Wilkerson and. And WT Hatch and all these people, like we're all together, and we're just in the car. And we drive up to this Mexican place. It, it looks great, and there's this guy, and he looks just like Trick Daddy. And like, if you guys know, probably don't know who he is, but like, Trick Daddy's like this, I guess, rapper or something. He's got like over in Florida, but we saw him in, in New Mexico. And we're just like, holy blank, it's Trick Daddy, and we're just like, it's totally him. And Lisa's like, Trina, Trina, because that's his like wife or girl or whatever you want to call her. <laughs> And, uh, but he's out there and he's just like, hey, man, man, man. He's like, you know, can I, can I get some chicken? Can I get some? And he's like talking about like how he's got like, you know, 12 kids. He's like, I just got to feed my kids. And he's like, I just want to go to 7-Eleven and pick up a ton of popcorn and a ton of fried chicken and a ton of, you know, whatever else. And we're just like, okay. And all, all he asked for was just, we just asked him, do you, do you know if this Mexican restaurant is open? And he's just like, and then I need some popcorn for this, this, and this. I need this, this, and this. And finally he goes, all right, you know what? Here's here's 10 bucks. And he gives him 10 bucks. And then the guy is just like, can I get another 20, man? You know, can I just, uh, <laughs> I like, what the heck? He's like, get out of here. He's like, my kids, my kids, my wife just left me, my kids. My. It was terrible. And he just he just looked and sounded like Trick Daddy. So if you ever look up Trick Daddy, it's like the funniest thing because the whole night, now whenever we talk about something random happening, we're just like, Trina, Trina, you there? <laughs> It's just, it's quite a terrible story. It's not about cons, I'm sorry. It's just more about just like experiences. 90% of what happens at a con isn't about the convention. Well, what happens at con stays on YouTube. Especially when you're positioned to where you're meeting all the other guests at the con. Oh, you yeah. hear their stories and their experiences. Right. And, you'll be, and they'll say, oh, this con, I can't believe this happened here or they treated me like this. So... It's true. I've, I've heard a lot of stories about different cons, and there are certain cons that every single guest I've ever met have told me, don't go back to that one. Don't go to that one. And I'm like, that's horrifying. But there's some really bad experiences that people have, and I, I'm... Hopefully, I've had one bad experience. Hopefully an equal amount, if not more, good experiences. Yeah. I mean, if, if the numbers uh, I've found are still valid, and these are a few years old, there's at least two conventions every weekend somewhere in America. The number's probably gone up, and, you know... You'll get all kinds. Yeah, <laughs> I, I am an all kind. What do you? <laughs> it takes all kinds. Yeah, it yeah, takes all kinds. It doesn't adjust. <laughs> so, do you still do the uh, your other project? Which one? <laughs> they might be elders. Like yes, a, they might be elders. I still do. I'm working on the third album. Uh, I didn't have a release last year because I did one one year, one, another one like one in 2008, one in 2009. I skipped 2010. I'm working on the next album right now, actually. And uh, it's a lot of fun. We have Lady Gaga on it. Uh, descri- <laughs> describe the group for the group. people who oh, don't know. Oh, They Might Be Elders. Guys, in case you don't know, because you probably don't, you can go to theymightbeelders.com for more information, fun pictures and videos. Okay, anyway. <laughs> so, <laughs> no joke. We really have music videos. It's quite hilarious. We're, uh, we're a parody group. We do parody music. So, like, Weird Al Yankovic on crack. 
<laughs> Except it's Mormon friendly. So it's on milk. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's, I take like pop music, like I took Britney Spears' Womanizer, and she's talking about, you know, this guy who's like having sex with everybody. And I changed it to Mormonizer, who's like, he's like converting everyone. <laughs> so, things like that. Like, we, I, I've done everybody, like K- Katy Perry, and we do, we just did Snoop Dogg. That, that'll be interesting. I just did California Girls. It's now Missionary Boys. And like the Neon Trees and stuff. You're like, everybody, the next album's going to be hysterical. We have three, uh, two albums out, and uh, then there's like bonus tracks and stuff people have that, that I've leaked out there, and you can torrent those or find them if you look hard enough. I'm so sure. Now you just need to get Weird Al as a guest on your album. <laughs> you know, I'd, I'd like to, but I, I actually, it's funny. I talked to uh, Jay Levy and Weird Al and John Bermuda Schwartz, his drummer. I was just talking to them on email. We were just discussing about doing a show together. Oh, that's great. Because oh, so, okay. he's coming to Salt Lake in September. And uh, wow. we were just talking about doing a show. And we decided it's not going to happen. But it was something that people asked me if I would, like, you know, talk to Weird Al, talk to Weird Al. So I did. And you then, probably hear that all the time. I do, actually. I really do. <laughs> But I know that if we ever do Stadium of Fire together, I think that would be <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, that would be very marketable. You're well, like the, the king of parody pop ap- and then the king of Mormon parody pop. <laughs> yeah, what's more appropriate in the state of Utah? Yeah, yeah re- exactly. I, I thought it would be perfect, you know. But uh, as the newscaster said, I'm the Mormon weird owl. So. Well, it, it yeah, I was going to say the most amusing thing would be you, weird owl, and then that. Um, I'm not going to say his name, the guy that does... He he's uh, African American that does parodies. He's really famous, but all of his are uncensored and not appropriate. Yes, is Doctor Demento talking. still around? Yes, he is. <laughs> oh, good. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's like please, that that would be a sad day. If he's yeah. Still, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's they might be elders. Uh, I've got what else we got? I got I do audio books now. I do that prophecy, the flame one. You know. <laughs> Which is uh, that book by uh, former guest Lynn Hardy. She was a guest last year. And That's right. We're still in contact with her about a few things. So. Which is good. I mean, yeah. Prophecy of the Flame, the audiobook actually is being premiered. Uh, it finally got finished and done, and it's all published out there. Uh, the actual release will be June 1st, and you can get that at lynnhardy.com or prophecyoftheflame.com, either of those. Um, and then you can go, uh, if you go to Anime Oasis, we'll actually have it for you. Like, you, you can buy it there. And we have digital downloads, which will be coming up also. Also, um, I know that since that's coming out June 1st and all that, um, I also want to mention that when you buy the uh, Prophecy of the Flame audiobook or you buy the actual f- uh, paperback version of the book. They still make those? Yeah, they still make paperback. Can you believe it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> When's the Kindle version? <laughs> Actually, the Kindle version is already up. Oh, okay. That, oh, okay. that one, that one no- is up. version, I should say. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, we have, there's digital, digital copies of it are available. And we actually have the audiobook in two formats. We have it in CD format, which is 12 discs. And we also have it on uh, in digital format, just you know, twelve discs, eight hundred and forty-five minutes, something like that. <laughs> when will they start? When will they convert car CD players to car DVD players? There I have. Yeah, yeah. but no one yeah. mass produces them. Oh yeah. well. Unless you buy a, a satellite nav. Yeah. But anyway. And when they do, we'll be on it. Yes, <laughs> twelve oh, yeah. discs versus one. Yeah, really. Twelve. Well, it still would have been. I guess, Well, maybe two later. Even then, it'd be two. But uh, anyway. <laughs> Anyway, I digress. The point is that uh, if you buy that, uh, there's a charity called Agape Assistance, and uh, the proceeds from the book, from the first book, uh, there's five in the series, but the first one, uh, 100% of the proceeds from the paperback version and uh, the proceeds from the, the audiobook version, they, they go towards Agape Assistance as a charity. 
And it's a 501c3 national nonprofit organization. Uh, they help homeless families uh, get back on their feet, like people who have been hit by the recession and whatnot. Well, that's nice. And, uh, you know, people with kids and, and things like that, they they check and make sure that it's your money and your donations strictly go towards it and not like going towards families and uh, getting them back into houses and, you know, warm beds and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, and they make sure that they do background checks. So that's not like some criminals getting it or something like that. It's It's just people who just get down on their luck. You know, and if you need special skills or whatever, they'll try and help you out and they'll, you know, they'll work with you to get everything back in order. I don't think people realize how big of a problem homelessness is because um, I know with uh, through my school, um, I know that there's actually a, a, to be classified as homeless can be something like your family is living with um, extended family. Because technically that makes you homeless because you are not in a normal home situation. And that is disruptive to, um, I mean, I'm looking at it as a school teacher's perspective. And that makes it um, hard to be able to function well um, for my students. Because, you know, if they're going home to a place where they're having to share a bedroom with, you know, three other people. And, um, you know, it's, it, it's difficult. Exactly. And that, that's why Agave Assistance is now it's been founded. And like Lynn, she tried her, her best to make sure that she could do something and make a difference in this world because she saw how the homelessness problem is affecting not only education, but the, just the world and the economy itself. Mm-hmm. And so if we can get people back on their feet and get them in jobs and in places of home and stuff, we can get them stable. It, it really helps out not just, you know, one person. It helps out everybody, whether they yeah. realize it or not. Um, so is this available on Amazon or is there a direct website that they can go to? Uh, you can go to prophecyoftheflame.com and uh, you can go to lynnhardy.com. Either of those will work. Um, you can go to agapeassistance.org uh, if you want to just donate um, to help out with that. If you want to buy the audiobook, uh, you can pre-order it right now. It's $25 if you want to pre-order it, the actual hard copy of it. And uh, that's, that's including shipping and everything. It's free shipping on it. And you can go to the website and just order it from there. And then we're going to have it up later on uh, Amazon. It'll be on CD Baby. It'll be on like iTunes, okay. everything. It'll be, we'll have a nationwide distribution for it. Well, that's nice to hear. Yeah. Uh, have, having been homeless as a younger adult, um, it, it is very important to receive this help because, at least in my personal experience and from people that I know, it's a very hard hole to dig yourself out of it is an extremely debilitating situation and uh, I, I, I am absolutely uh, just ecstatic that uh, one of our former guests Lynn Hardy is, is doing something like this because it will really help change quite a few lives it definitely yeah. will. I mean, uh, there, there's also just the fact that uh, a lot of people have said, well, we don't need this kind of thing. We have welfare in it. We're like, <laughs> okay, that's nice, but that's a government drain, you know? Let the charity, like, go through this. That's the other thing. A lot of people were saying, well, we'd like to get help, but we don't want to go through welfare. Well, with the, with the charity, you don't have to. And some people are like, well, what about their church? They can just go to a church and get help. And it's like, a lot of people don't have religion. A lot of people are not Mormon, as they put it, because <laughs> they know that the Mormon has the Mormon Church has a, a giant like welfare department for such things, and you know they help you out and stuff. But it takes away a lot of the pride that you might have in having to go to someone and say, "Look, I need help." Yeah, yeah. It, it can be a very difficult thing to uh, go do something like that. So anything that helps with that, yeah, is a good thing. Absolutely. Shall we move on to viewing rooms? 
viewing rooms, uh, not really any much change I have uh, posted on the forums. I am looking for input and uh, should hopefully be able to come up with some uh, ideas for scheduling within the next few. Okay. So, if you want to give some input, hit the forums. There is a thread for the uh, 2011 viewing room. And feel free to post. I'd love to hear from you. Okay. E- even even the titles that are hard to get from, say, Sony, Disney. <laughs> no <laughs> he just had to call them out by name, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Well, they are the difficult ones, and they have actually been discussed here before due to the... Oh. Uh, you know, what it takes to get some of those titles. I suppose it's good that the public knows, yeah. <laughs> well, the reason well, not the exact details, but generals. <laughs> well, well, for some of the reasons why we don't show, say, the newest Ghibli film is the rights to play said said film at it's, Bonsai. It's prohibitively expensive. Is expensive. It's, it's mm-hmm. not seen as advertising as some of the other companies see it. Yeah. So, Absolutely. So, and Sony's somewhat similar, and this information is public on their website, so it's not something that. So Sony yeah. is how, way more reasonable right now for some reason. I'm sorry. <laughs> there, there are, yeah. there are um, viewing licenses available. I know that. I mean, because that are even on an educational level, we have problems showing but Disney that's movies. An enti- yeah. But our school, uh, our school, as just our school, bought mm. a license because we wanted to, as a reward for students. Um, give them the opportunity to go see movies and stuff so and it, and we do show disney movies and we yeah. show um but we have the license like there is a license i think it only costs like three hundred dollars i, I would imagine yeah I would, I, yeah. For that use. <laughs> I, I, I would assume that such a license doesn't exist for our specific uh organizations yeah there is we haven't been able to find one yeah and actually for conventions depending on the company sometimes they even want down to the hour Uh, that the show is going to be shown it's not it's not an umbrella yeah uh it's for that specific uh, slot of time Mm -hmm. that they give their permission for us to show something which we can accommodate them on but it's just hard because we tell them the uh, times that we want and they say right well i just think it's good that that people who are listening, if they're curious of why we don't show certain things, there are reasons. Absolutely. I mean, there's lots of stuff that we'd like to show, but we might not either be able to show or can't, uh, you know, afford to show it because we'd rather put it into getting better guests or improving the con in other ways. Yes. And, and for, for all of you listening, um, those things that we would like to show are all family friendly. Yes. <laughs> Always. Well... We we are getting to the point where we are showing. I mean, there the, the how I look at family friendly is, it's a family. You have stuff for mom, dad, and stuff for the kids. So family friendly does not mean kids only. Well, it, it's difficult to not either a just come out and say porn or b put <laughs> put a language yeah, that we, allows for. I want to say, not licentious but gratuitous material. Mm. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, it, it, you know. It... And someone's playing with the bags again. Sorry. <laughs> well, the, uh, the, the closest that we've done is I that we away. have had an uh, 18 and up viewing time um, after kind of after 10 p.m. Yeah. yeah. Viewing and before. it doesn't but, necessarily and that was like mean. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't necessarily mean we're showing violence, yeah. hardcore porn or something like because that. Because we Never. won't. Yeah. Never. I mean. That's what Fox even, News is for. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, even shows like Cowboy Bebop yeah. have material in it that is not appropriate for yeah, especially the movie for, for yeah. kids. I mean, yeah. there might be some violence. There might be a little blood. I mean, there are even shows like Escaflone that have oh, violence in it. 
Absolutely. So, although Fox managed to get away for six weeks showing one of the worst uh, edits of Escafani of all time. Opinions <laughs> or opinions uh, expressed on this program. Yeah. <laughs> so anyways, no, it wasn't uh, Fox. It was four kids, and they're dead now. So. Yeah. But oh, anyways, hallelujah. even when we, in I mean, <laughs> even when we do have things like the uh, eighteen and up viewing room, we will still have another viewing room that is not. So don't worry about not being able to see anything in the viewing room. There will be. At least one of the two viewing rooms that is showing something for everyone. We got your Pokemon right That's pretty much right the same here. policy for panels, because I know that we do have some 18 plus panels, and it's not hardcore porn or anything, because that's not what we, we do. We need to come up with a better term than hardcore porn. <laughs> <laughs> shenanigans. 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 I, not I, any shenanigans, <laughs> but, but if there is wow. some Puppy? 18 plus programming. Yeah. Um, well, well, speaking of panels, do you have oh. anything else you'd like to add? Oh, that's pretty much it for viewing rooms. Okay. Well, let's just move on and Wait, continue if I may, with panels. I, I just oh, yeah. want to tell you that make sure that if you do an 18 plus and you do a regular panel room, like together, the viewing rooms, not to show something that's too similar in the name. Because I accidentally walked into the wrong room, not realizing. Because, you know, you don't ID when you look older than 18, like way older. <laughs> Why have we and, not been doing this? There should be people at the, uh, you know. I walked into a room that had D, DNA Angel playing. Oh. And the room next to it was playing DN Angel. <laughs> and, oh. and I, did, oh. I didn't realize this it was. not Bonsai, by I the way. I walked in, I was, yeah, this is oh. not Bonsai. This okay. is a totally different room. Oh, <laughs> totally different college. Okay. That was on, it was in New York. And. Or like the idea that some kid was like, oh, Bible black. It must be a religious one. Oh, <laughs> oh. I had to shoo away the kid. I was like, no, no, you don't understand. This is not what you think. And cool devices. Ooh, it's going to be like Inspector Gadget. So just just yeah, be a little man. wary of that. If in case you're showing something in the 18 plus in the regular room that sounds similar. It, it, it very much reminds yeah. me of... It hasn't uh, come up, but I'll keep that in mind. The local science fiction con conduit. The first year I went was 92 and I was... Tw uh, no, 93. And we were all 13 and... Man, we tried to get into that over 18 after midnight showing. Oh, man. Did, yeah. No, they, 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 <laughs> we do have people who, uh, we do have security stand at the door when we have good. the 18 and only. Yeah, and there yeah, was you'll be cars and viewing rooms. There was also talk of putting Party. some maybe drape around the door. Oh, there you like go. an L-shaped drape around the door or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Small turret. We'll, we'll, get <laughs> we'll figure out something. I mean, we'll, we'll, yeah, I mean it, it's, it's a work in progress. It's a new venue. And we're expanding the viewing room stuff. So it's, yeah. Also, on that yeah. note, with what you were saying about eighteen plus, doesn't necessarily mean that like we're going to show hardcore stuff. Like I know Walk After Dark. Like I, it's my new panel, and like <laughs> some cons have it as sixteen plus, some have it as eighteen plus. Like whatever the case is. But I had an email from someone who said, "Warky, I can't believe you sold out. You're, you're going to be you're like, what are you doing in your panels now?" And I was like, "No, no, that's not it. I'm not doing anything like that. I'm, Ooh, I'm a proud Mormon. Let me tell you. <laughs> you know, I might get a little drunk on milk, but." <laughs> but uh, yeah i mean it's still gonna be like it's just that sometimes something comes up like you don't want like the Riku it's story subject even matter, yeah. You know, yeah subject yeah. matter comes up and you don't want a little kid hearing that you exactly know? Yeah. But, uh, yeah there's there's lots of things i mean i brought this up in a previous podcast like there's an anime called uh photon oh boy there's there's full nudity in fro in photon but Re the dvd how do you spell that Photon. <laughs> but I'm kidding, the DVD I'm on the back says 13 and up. Are you serious? I can go grab it right now and show you. But yes, right he has next, a wall full of them, ladies and gentlemen. Right next to 13 and up, it says contains nudity. 
So whoever's doing the the ratings. the ratings on these things must be doing this as some sort of a sick joke or something. I don't know. May I ask who the releasing company of this DVD was? I think it was U.S. Manga. Uh-huh. U.S. Manga no back in the day. Yeah. Which I think is a sub-company of Central Park Media. Yes. Which is no longer no, really in the sadly. game. sadly. Yeah, because somehow Disney got the rights for Grave of the Fireflies, right. which was CPM. But anyway, but yeah, we, they used to sorry, have that. Guys we, 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 we did mean to let you talk. <laughs> CPM is no longer distributing, but uh, they still have the, uh, the rights to a number of titles. Okay. So, well, that's so cool. they're, they're kind of in limbo right now. Something General, like that. Yeah. Okay. Moving on to panels. 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 <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, we are finally getting some submissions for panels. And now's the time, really. <laughs> now's the time. Like, we've been in kind of a downtime. I mean, quite honestly, I don't really expect people to be thinking about the panels they want to do all year round because um, I, I know there's some people that do. <laughs> and that's great. Um, but um, quite honestly, now's about the time if you really want to get the time slot that you are prized and looking for then now's the time to submit because i have a few submissions but i still have a lot of time on the schedule open to put you where um you want to go if you want to be a panelist yes i'll have to do that i know i'm looking around at nearly everybody at this table (laughs) (laughs) well there there was talk of doing a podcast panel a meet and greet for all the regulars and we were going to record it live (laughs) we weren't going to broadcast it live well, maybe we'll have to decide. <laughs> we we got a connection, maybe. yeah, but yeah. Uh, that's well, um, we still don't know how fast the connection is at the DCC. So, speedtest.net. <laughs> yes, but we need to be on its network. I'll talk All to right. Jack. Speed yeah. test. Uh, well, um, the process for those who are curious to um, submit a panel is to go to the website. Um, animebonsai.org and under the events tab you'll find a place that says panels and you can download the panel submission form you fill that out and send it back to panels at animebonsai.org so it's a pdf so we don't have it set up for emailing the information so you'll have to find a way to save it Yes. And then email it to you until we can get that fixed. Yeah, and some people have been saying that, oh, I, you know, I downloaded the form and I can't fill it out. I can't save the information. Well, if you just have Adobe Reader, it probably won't let you. Well, I, I've noticed that you can't actually fill out the form data if you're on a Mac. Yeah. So, so. if you're using Safari with their with the Apple version of PDF Reader, it might not work. So you'll need to download the PDF to type into it. Can we have them mail this physically well, to our mailing I, address? In, until it's... I can reformat it to have the email submit button on the bottom, this is the method we're going to have to go with. Okay. And I, I don't know. To, ma- to mail it is kind of slow. I mean, like, quite honestly, if you, honest to goodness, can't figure out how to save it in some form or another. I've had people fill it out, scan, print it off, scan it back in, and email it to me. <laughs> if that's what you have to do. I don't even mind if you see me at one of the Anime Bonsai planning meetings oh, we that's have great. at the library. And just... Um, you know, hand it to me there. If that's what it takes, then yeah, sure. But you know, there's there's free PDF editors online. If you know, download free one. PDF. I don't I don't <laughs> mind if you have a watermark on your submission form. I just need the information. 
<laughs> Hit so, print screen and use MS Paint. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you laugh, but <laughs> no, no, it's great. Um, and and we do have some. Uh, I know there's a lot of people who are throwing around ideas in their head on what they want to do for their panels. So, you know, take those ideas, formulate it into something solid. Because um, I can't do much with an idea. I need an actual an actual submission to so on the submission form what do people have to have ready when they get ready to submit their panel um a lot because we do expect the the panel submission (laughs) form (laughs) gives us it gives us the information we need not only for um the program book so we are looking for like description um what you want your um panel to be about um what you want to have said about your panel um to the public basically so that basically your advertisement for your panel so that people can read it and go oh i want to go to that panel because that sounds awesome so, so how long it runs <laughs> yeah yeah you need to know we so have be very good at describing your panel yes yes and, and we do have um the the short description which is like one to two sentences and then we have another field that lets you um go into the long description so if you're trying to sell your panels to the panel committee because ultimately the panel committee gets to decide what panels make it and what ones get cut so um you know give us a you know good detail on what is is it that you want to do in your panel so by submitting one of these forms there's no guarantee that you're going to no because we get a lot we get some submissions (laughs) That are you get some of those, yeah, yes. some of those. Where, where a lot of the time, what happens is that we'll get an idea, and even if it doesn't fit exactly, like we we find ways to tweak it and make it work. Like we are very um, easy to work with, and we can take your idea. Like if you if the idea maybe crosses the line someplace, we can rein you in or a little bit. Or if it's similar and, to someone else's panel, yeah, or we can help you develop it into something um, something fits, more unique. Yes. And, and I just want to mention, we do want your panel to succeed. There, there is a group of people whose job it is to select which panels work. That doesn't mean that, they, that we are prejudiced. That doesn't mean that we are not welcome to. As, as sorry, long, you're denied for worthiness. As long as your panel doesn't promote, you know, sex, violence, drug use, overthrow the government or fun, <laughs> we'll accept okay. it. Oh, no fun. No I fun. said I was sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like, and, and we do really have some good people on the panels committee who have, Absolutely. Who have some experience in, I I think everyone on the yeah everyone on the panels committee has hosted multiple plant panels, so we all have experience. We've been there. We've done that, and um, we can we can really help with uh, you know even I've had some panelists who have said that oh I'm scared to get up in front of a group of people. No, we can train you on that. We'll we'll, we'll break you. I mean we'll fix you. <laughs> help you. We'll help make you. But, yeah, uh, the, the form has other stuff too, like oh, what yes. kind of layout you want. Yes. Equipment. What type of what type of room layout you want? Do you want um you know classroom style, which would be with the tables and the chairs, or do you want just chairs, or do you want no chairs because you're doing a dance class, or if you which need a we microphone, had last year? Projector. Yeah. yeah. So um yeah projector microphone. <laughs> no, I had a question actually come up on the form recently was does every room have a projector no not every panel room has a projector but um, we do have a couple rooms that do you just specify that on your panel submission form and then we'll schedule you into one that does have the equipment that you need i will say one thing though if you are bringing a mac 
um, please bring the proper adapter cable. Yes, yes the DVI to oh, the what mini is it? The, the DVI mini, yeah, or the, display port. I yes, mean, our projectors have VGA mostly, and I mm-hmm. think a few yes. have DVI, but. If you bring a Mac, please bring the appropriate Yes, adapter. and that's actually on the panel submission form. It asks you, are you using a PC or a Mac? Because we do expect you to bring your own um, laptop if you are going to be using the projector. Cause, um, or DVD. Yeah, or, yeah. And that's another thing is media clips during panels. Um, all media that includes artwork and um, clips from shows, everything has to be approved prior to your panel. So you do have to show it to a member of the panel committee because we don't want um, yeah. <laughs> some accidental stuff being shown. Like exactly. Last year. <laughs> so, um, and, and not that we don't, ju- you know, we're assuming that you're pretty capable and can and can judge but you know we just need at least one person Common to sense. see it uh, <laughs> yes <laughs> so okay so so but, when did, when's the the end when's the the cat deadline. The deadline the deadline the cutoff date um generally it's a month before the con but if you're going to wait that long you're going to be um sol when it comes to getting your time slot and the stuff that you need yeah, if it's anything over a month before the con, if 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 it's even a month and a half before the con, your yeah. description might not get in the program yes. book because you will miss the printing deadline. Yes, there are deadlines to me, and and I do take last minute panels because, it, to be quite honest, we've had uh, panelists um, drop for for legitimate reasons. I mean, it was I think one was it, it, he had no control over when the closing date was on his house and unfortunately it yeah. was the Life day happens. of his panel. Yeah. And and you know, I had one where it was um no, her son <laughs> got sick. So we you know, she had to go to the hospital with her son. There's no, nothing about it. And we do get backup panelists to fill in those, but I do take last minute panels. <laughs> So, uh, but that that is the the drawback. If yeah, you I wait mean, too we, long, we do print yeah. out a last minute edition thing that we have a slip on the registration desk for people to grab for this type of information. But yeah, better soon than later. Yes, Absolutely. you get the sooner you get your panel submission in, the better choice of you know rooms and time slots. Because that's another thing on the panel submission form is that we really try hard when we're scheduling to make sure that if you are dead set on going to the cosplay contest because that is your love <laughs> we will not schedule your panel opposite the cosplay contest now if you wait till the very last minute and not want to be um scheduled opposite the cosplay contest there might not be much we can do for you yeah so it's kind and of a do we keep track of those who have wanted to run panels and then don't Yes, we yeah we, we do. We've had we've had a few that have just flaked on us, but usually it it, it you know most of the time it is the legitimate okay. reasons. So so if you are running a panel and this is the first time you're running a panel, how does that work with registration for the convention? You um, all panelists are responsible for the registration to the convention. Now that being said, um, I know there's some panelists um, like Josh Jones who brings in a lot of industry guests for his uh, how do you get into the video game industry panel. Mm-hmm. And so he's bringing in people that he knows to um, help out on this panel. And that being said, we can, if you are bringing in people just for your panel time, we can take care of getting them passes into the con for that time. Or if you are, you know, just coming for your panel time to do your panel, then we can Stuff take can care be of your arranged. registration. Yes. Um, 
we do have some incentive for returning panelists who are um, who have done a lot of work for us in the past. Basically, if you have done two panels in years before and you're doing at least two panels for us this year, we do um, consider that as volunteer hours and give you um, a pass for the weekend, which is always nice. So, okay, well. I guess if there's any more up-to-date news, is the uh, the forums the best place to check? Yeah, um, the forums we bounce around. A I know there's a lot of panel ideas floating around in the forums right now. Um, some people looking for feedback because sometimes you get an idea and you're not sure exactly how you know how to pan it out or who to um, or what to do for it. Then you can um, you know get some feedback on the forums, see if people even like the idea. Might be something um, and you know, you might not be at that step of filling out the the um, panel submission form, okay. and that's fine. So, okay, good. Well, I guess I, I I'm looking forward to see what we have this year. I mean, we oh, always have very yeah. interesting panels. Yeah, from what I've heard from people say, we have a lot of ideas floating around. We um we already have some submissions that look pretty good, so we're just uh, uh working just on that. Just wait and see. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Percentage wise or numbers, do you have any? Oh, numbers, uh, like of how many have submitted? Have submitted, uh, maybe fifteen to twenty. And we have how many slots? Like eighty plus. Great. Okay. <laughs> okay. So there are many available. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Register yours now. Yes. Yes, but some of those slots you have to remember. Um, early morning, ten o'clock in the right, morning. Right. They're not the most desirable slots yes. in the world. Or Sunday. Or, hey, actually, I like my Sunday slot. A lot of our Sunday panels did really well last okay. year. Yeah. Well, early um, morning Sunday is what I meant. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. If you stayed up late on Saturday, you're going to be going. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, yeah. All right. Well, I think we should move on to news then. <clears throat> With Bentley. <laughs> now, time for news. <laughs> All right. Well, this week we're not starting off with someone who's passed away. That should make you happy, Adam. Oh yeah, the last several times. Huh. Well, basically, um, Hokue, which is the hometown of the magaka of Detective Conan, they're actually offering uh, bicycle plates for uh, mopeds, mini bikes, and uh, etc. for Detective Conan, you know, to kind of you know promote the whole thing. But it's the actual town that's issuing these. Is this for all a, Japan, or just in that one town only? Well, it's it's to citizens who are living within that town. <laughs> okay, that's describe the plates. Well, the you know small plates that go on a. Uh, you Do know, they have the character on bike. them or? Uh, so far as I've seen, yes. Okay. So that's amusing. Yeah, I uh, just thought that was kind of amusing that uh, basically a town would actually do that to help kind of you know promote themselves through the anime. Yeah, only like, in Japan. <laughs> Only in Japan. They also uh, this town also has a number of statues and even a museum uh, featuring a number of the works of Gosho Aoyama, who is the mangaka for Detective. It's Japan. kind of like the life-size Gundam that moves around Japan. Yeah, yeah, kind of like that, but, but only a more kind of on a smaller <laughs> scale and localized. Well, yeah, but it's still cool. You're you're just walking around the corner all of a sudden, boom, Gundam. I cannot wait till someone vandalizes something with Detective Conan. Like, what? You know? why, why do you want this to happen? Why is it such a miscreant? Because think about it. Then they have the mystery of the town, the mystery, and they need Conan uh -huh. to come and save it. You know, <laughs> <laughs> to 
find out. <laughs> they what could do a really nice murder mystery movie. weekend out there. Right. They could do a live action movie of it. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> have you seen live action Detective Conan? I haven't not, seen both not, of them. Not, oh, 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 oh. Actually, actually, there's you know more of that coming up at announcements too. I'm sure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> also, there's another. Uh, well, there's a travel agency in Japan called uh, La Atessa. La Atessa, yeah. Who is uh, offering a package deal? Uh, it's uh, uh, six days, four nights, to actually for some people in Japan to come out and see the uh, Hatsune Miku concert that they're actually doing at AX. Oh wow! Yeah. So at Anime this, Expo. Yeah. Have you seen the clips? This is this is a company that usually <laughs> does like opera tours and things like that, and they're offering this whole package deal. It's a uh, hundred eighty-three thousand yen. <laughs> to come fly out to California and to see the California performance of something that they've been doing in Japan for a while now. How, how do you get only four nights and six days? Okay, one day, then there's a night, and then a day, <laughs> then a night, day, then a night, then a day. I'm going to say that those other days are you know, during travel. Oh. Those are days of travel. Yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> But anyways, I, I thought that was uh, interesting. Uh, in other news, the uh, the National Diet Lab- uh, Library and Agency for Cultural Affairs have announced that they're going to be working on a project for cultural preservation of uh, materials from Japanese television, radio, music, anime, manga, and video games. So they're bagging and boarding stuff like geeks in America have been doing for years? <laughs> well, yeah, they're at least archiving it in yeah. a way that it'll be preserved. Right. Um, there were a number of years ago when the uh, Prime Minister also uh, you know, had announced the uh, construction of a museum for this sort of thing, too. That one was canned, kind of after he left the uh, office of Go prime figure. minister. Yeah. Go figure. So it's interesting to see that this come up as a kind of an alternative for that, but that this is still being done uh, because it's well, it's still being seen as worthwhile to uh, save some of these materials. Yeah, if, if a studio goes under or something like that, they don't have the equivalent of like the Warner Brothers vault. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So to have be all a, their media. Uh, it would be a Japanese equivalent of the uh, Museum of the Moving Image or the Smithsonian Television Museum or something like that, yes. where they would have the archives and you would also be able to come and visit them. That, yes. that actually great. Yeah. And actually, 50 years down the road, they want to restore something. They need Super the Super Mario Brothers. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Super Mario Brothers will never stop being sold. Nintendo will make absolute sure of that. Oh, come on. Are you saying that they're not going to go through and digitally remaster the Super Mario Brothers movie? <laughs> <laughs> it is on Blu-ray. Oh. It probably is already. No, yeah, yeah no, it yeah, is. I, I've seen reviews. Oh, oh Chris's brain hurts. <laughs> the the right. Van Damme Street Fighter is also on Blu-ray. That's a great double feature for you kids out there who are too young to have seen these movies in the theaters. Don't. Uh-huh. Just say no. <laughs> this is Jose. He likes bad movies. Love him. <laughs> and if someone is trying to sell you one-up mushroom, don't buy. Oh. Anyways, uh, Anyways, actually speaking of the uh, speaking of the Gundam earlier, there's the uh, one that was that showed up in China, the uh, 15 uh, meter one. Oh, the fake orange thing. The fake uh, the fake orange one. Actually, the amusement park at uh, first uh, said that uh, you know it wasn't a copy. Right. Then they said, oh, there's no such statue. <laughs> <laughs> and then they wind up painting it like uh, this horrible, horrible orange color. 
And uh, <laughs> kind of kind of related to this, uh, there's a, a Chinese toy manufacturer who uh, Bandai successfully sued in uh, court for uh, putting out a number of designs, also from uh, Mobile Suit Gundam. Now, now, is this related to the um, light train Japanese anime that, that that copied some stuff from? Uh, no, no, this is, this is this is actual uh, you know, physical toys. Oh, okay, figurines. So, you know, okay. figures uh, sued for uh, damages of ten million yen. Oh boy, it's like a dollar. Yeah, to, uh, <laughs> to, yeah. <laughs> which is about one hundred and thirty thousand okay. to uh, stop sales, and well, to apologize. Hopefully we'll because fire. Japanese companies do that. I think that's kind of cool. That's cool. <laughs> you will apologize in public on I national am so TV. Sorry. Apologize, yes. <laughs> I did not sleep. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and on the 17th, uh, police in Japan arrested a 33-year-old for uploading manga on chair. Not terribly surprised. No, not terribly surprised, but uh, this is kind of one of the uh, first biggest ones for uploading of mangas and uh, PSP games. Oh, well, it's probably yeah, the PSP the, games yeah. that triggered it. It's probably the PSP games that triggered it. Yeah. But uh, the fact Sony that, you going, know. Ooh, ah, no. <laughs> yeah. Well, the big ones before have uh, usually been uh, animes. Right. So mm-hmm. it was interesting to and, see and one this who's, isn't you know, not doing anime. This isn't individuals. This is more people acting as initial distributors to large, large amounts of people, right? Well, this is uh, this is uh, basically sharing out via the share program okay. in Japan, which this is actually an individual. Oh, who's, okay. Uh, Think of LimeWire Japan. Okay. <laughs> yeah, LimeWire share is supposed to have a number of uh, safety protocols that made it harder to sure track. Sure, it is. And it doesn't seem to be working. Yeah, it hasn't been working. <laughs> Invincible cloud, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> that was in the news also. Is uh, someone was suing, or the RIAA is suing a, a hoster that does cloud. Yeah. But anyway, that, that's yeah. That's off moving power. on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, also on Wednesday, the uh, Tokyo District Court sentenced a man who claimed that a uh, Super Saiyan had uh, told him to stab someone else. Goku wanted you to <laughs> hug him. <laughs> yeah. No Nimbus cloud for you. <laughs> hug me while I power up. Wait ba- ba- basically, it was, uh, <laughs> if it was Vegeta, I could almost believe it, but not Goku. Yeah. No. But basically, uh, he was sentenced to three years of prison time. For murder. And wait, then wait. Uh, suspension for five years for attempted Oh, oh well. so the guy didn't actually die. Yeah. So the guy didn't actually die. Oh, okay. But still, he's just dude, scarred from Dragon Ball for life. The dude <laughs> grabbed a kitchen knife because uh-huh. he was told to by a character from uh, Dragon Ball Z. He didn't Z dress up. Did he? A, was it the so. old guy? Was it Master Roshi? Because he's kind of old. He could have been demented. It actually isn't specified. Oh. So oh. I see. It was probably. Reporters yeah. not doing their job. That would be amazing. <laughs> but basically, the uh, the judge went fairly easy on him, hoping that uh, As he the too individual... was a Dragon Ball Z fan. Sorry. <laughs> no. Well, sadly, yeah. Well, no, not sadly. I'll admit it. I'm a yeah. Fan. yeah. Well, he I was serious. Uh, the guy was actually found to be uh, mentally deficient. Well, that'll. Well, yeah. 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 And was uh... you think? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's kind of extenuating circumstances. Yes. Sort of. Yeah. And got the five year. Uh, got the five year sentence because um, you know the judge. Uh, Hopes that uh, he would continue to receive treatment for his mental <laughs> and drugs yeah. lots and of lots drugs. of drugs. 
Krillin tells me. Yeah. <laughs> no, no Krillin, I could see it. Man. Krillin pop got old so boy. often in that show. He would have cracked. Sunny. Oh, yeah, like an egg. <laughs> I know. He pops those sense of sensu beans so often. I, I, I yes. know. Anyway. All right. Well, there's a uh, there's a, a company called First Contact in uh, Tokyo Uh-oh. who is uh, pre-launching a website specifically for otaku to meet other otaku and to you know, develop relationships, etc. There's one of those in the States already. Dating yeah. service. How is this not otakubooty.com? Yeah. Sounds like a second. <laughs> well, it's, it, it's, it's one, of those, uh, one of those dating sites that offers, you know, to arrange for, you know, the real life meets. Oh. You know, a lot more than, you know, just some Is it more like a ones. speed dating, J-dating kind of thing? or eh, Possibly. Is but like... uh, they, there's a subscription fee for each month. Ah. And the service is being specifically targeted at otaku and generally other is, There is one of those state site. I don't remember what it's called, but it does exist. Yes. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I identify it's called myself my as Asuka um, and not like <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to see otaku speed dating. It'd be five minutes of people trying to say something and then ding next. You know, uh-huh. there isn't a suggestion on the forums for a panel. It was directed of at me too. Speed dating. Yes. Oh my goodness. Yes, there is. <laughs> Okay. Um, there you go. Approve from the con. If we can make it safe and legal, and if we can have really good oversight, which is probably not going to happen, that last one, because you would need 10 or 12 people in the room making sure everything's going okay. Wow. Do I get tasers? Okay? I have no problem with that because it's social. Yes, I'm the hall monitor. I'm here to look over your yeah, shoulder. Yeah, I know. I know. I don't, and I don't have a problem with it. I can run it, Jose. I need tasers. <laughs> Mom, Mom, I totally just made it with Princess Toadstool. Through <laughs> <laughs> the Mario. No, no, no. Oh. You can't trust any of these people. No, we will not be handing out the Hello Kitty massagers. Oh. oh. Okay, yeah. so continuing with the news. Continuing with the news. Hey, it's wow. Alita. One of the uh, one of the first major uh, virus uh, for the Android in Japan was uh, found recently, uh, reported by Symantec, and this virus was part of a distribution with uh, Ishoni Training, Training with Hidako. Really. <laughs> I have to describe this. Thing. Which training is it? It's the first one. Okay. Uh, anyways, training with Hinako uh, it involves a character who is, well, uh, a female character who is uh, very well endowed and uh, somewhat loosely dressed mm. as she's going through these exercises. And it's aimed at otaku in order Shocking. to encourage them to exercise. And so this virus was basically, you know, uh, attached to this application that was uh, sent out and uh, uh, numerous phones were discovered to have this virus for the past few months now. I'm I- kind of scared to ask what this application does. Okay, well, well basically... <laughs> the virus or the busty babe? <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, well, if this is a training one with the busty babe and androids okay. have no, gyros... it's exercise. It's, it's, it's okay. ba- basically, basically, what this is is uh, the, the phone... Uh, the Android phones have a number of features like accelerometers, tilt indicators, and I things know. like that. So, as you do things like sit-ups, it'll have you uh, hold the phone on your chest, and then it'll, it'll sense what you're doing. But the, the sit-ups. phone slides off you if you're doing them correctly. Velcro. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're okay. Okay. But you that's can figure it out. The idea. <laughs> right. That's the whole idea behind this uh, phone app kind of thing. And, and it, it, it's just the nature of this program, or, or not this program, but this show just makes me think bad things. It is quite amusing. <laughs> it's fan service. Let's just call it what it yeah. is. And, and it's, uh, it was uh, 
it was featured briefly in the once seen Kenna unsee last year at Anime Bonsai. So just are, for the concept itself, because are, are you going to do yeah. the next episode? No. <laughs> yeah, and and honestly, there are now three of these. There's training with Hanako. There's sleeping with Hanako, which is basically a oh a, god. <laughs> the idea is it's like a sleep aid because uh, she'll do like random things like How help, can you have a help sing you on... to sleep. Okay, it is a bright LCD phone with sound, and she's talking to you. You leave okay. Hanako and you're a pervert who doesn't get it, <laughs> and me. you're supposed to fall asleep. This okay, is okay. the DVD. Yeah, the, yeah. the sleeping with Hanako is actually DVD and Blu-ray. <laughs> I want that Which, HD. Again, you're asleep. <laughs> Quiet. She calls, she cuddles me and she holds me in her arms and says, "Shh, Daishobu desu. Yeah, <laughs> now, I, I will say though, having having studied uh, Viri and, and social engineering, it makes sense in Japan for them to do this. And the third one is bathing with Hanako. What? In order to promote hygiene, these individuals. We should show that at bathing. con. Okay. I mean, it will not be shown at con, even if that, even if it is fully censored uh, for particular. Um, the, the the guy yeah. who does ill will press already did a good one for cons. I uh, would hope that anyone who'd own a smartphone would be able to bathe themselves. But that's, that's just smart. me. Why were you looking at You might at be me? surprised. I was not. Uh, so this, <laughs> this is aimed at the Tokyo around. Neat then? Yes, yeah. basically. You, you bathe often, Sarah. Wait, you're, what you're does great the virus do? I, I, I don't actually have reported what the virus does, I, but. I, I've learned a lot does. about how I would though, imagine but... it makes your phone into a spam bot or steals your information. Yeah. I mean, that's basically so what they PSP. do. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. oh man. I'm really bashing on Sony today. I'm so sorry. Well, they burned it. <laughs> I, mean, I should be happy. Para Para Paradise came out for PlayStation. That's the only system that had you, you it. Think, what, finally? You think the Wii would be a great system for that? <laughs> because so. of the motion yeah, sensing and multiple so. Wiimotes. You think. You think that. Nobody bought Samadei Amigo. They don't. I no. have it with two maracas. <laughs> oh, man. No, that's the Dreamcast version, though. Or is it oh. the Wii? No, the Wii. Stand oh, good man. Wii. You're one of eight people in North America who did that. <laughs> Second loves you. Worthless, but it's Ricky like Martin never sounded so good. It's like how many people bought semen for Dreamcast. Oh, I was that this close. Creepy. It is very creepy. It's the voice of Leonard Nimoy, and you are his god. I mean, how awesome it, is it's that? It's like someone watched Monty Python's Meaning of Life and saw the fish in the tank and said, I'm going to make a... I'm going to make a game with that. I'm going to make it's a right. game with that. Absolutely. I'm glad that everybody you knew what we were talking about. We're all here. Anyone <laughs> see that game? I own it. <laughs> I own it. It's my I play favorite. <laughs> Continuing with the news... All right, continuing with the news, uh, we have had the first round of mangas that were uh, you know, deemed harmful publications under the Tokyo Youth Healthy Development Ordinance. <laughs> what? La Blue Girl, the sequel. Did this act block the internet? <laughs> no, did no, no, it, no. It, it did not block J the internet. Just the manga? This, 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 is, this is publications of manga. Um, specific were they all no, no, they're not dojins. Do they so, target dojins? Because I think 90% no. of them would probably no, be no, targeted. No, no. Well, okay. Well, dojins would follow under this, but uh, these ones that are targeted are, uh, you know, have been fairly, you know, mainstream kind of more releases. What but basically do they consider the subject matter that would deem them? Ah, you see, that's the thing. They leave that criteria ambiguous, and so, so it becomes a case-by-case case determination. So, so is it like the... Um... The 1970s Supreme Court decision about uh, what is 
unsanitary. It's community standard. The community standard, yes. Yeah, yeah. We, so, we have something similar in America, but we don't enforce we, it nearly as much. the holograms. Yeah. <laughs> That's about, back on the air, by I the know, way. I know, I saw And so, so basically what, is, uh, what this is, is these titles have been, uh, have been you know, restricted to purchase of people age 18 and up. Shocking. Is this Yowie Yuri? Like, just... Oh, that's a all number they of did. Them, yes, uh, they're also a couple of our. Bentley, we need we need research. Uh, Th- this is all they I did. I need you on the I, torrents tonight. They're not. They're not banning Talk to these me later, things. Jose. <laughs> <laughs> I keep. Wow. I keep. Yeah, huh? <laughs> but I, I mean, digress. <laughs> and anyways, but basically, we we've now seen the first round of these, and uh, it'll be interesting to keep an eye on these to see how liberal they get i i would this hope determination that this is successful because i mean in the u.s um they they enforce the rated m rule the yes. the, e, the uh, electronic entertainment association the sa and and or they it ban worked. a period outright right mm-hmm. well not merely as much but you must be 17 video or games are better enforced than films or just about anything else and i would hope that Something similar could happen in Japan because I'm all for adults being able to do what they want, but I hate children, and they should not have fun. <laughs> okay, and that's it. Get your con head for a convention. I hate children. <laughs> I, I'm just I'm throwing that out there. And yeah, I run a con, and let me tell you why I run a con. Because you because hate children. Because everyone no, because everyone I know helps out at the con. And you people need guidance. <laughs> you need, need control. Help. You need a firm hand. If not at your throat, near it. <laughs> just, just, just to keep things okay. Actually, I'll tell you uh, that whole rating thing. I, I swear it doesn't work correctly. Yeah, it all comes down to marketing. Marketing and the thing and is, is <laughs> okay. I, it's I'll people like you, Chris. It's all, yeah, marketing and sweet, delicious blood. Oh, mm. I'll tell you. Oh, trust me, a baby's blood cocktail in the morning, no! and you're good. No, yeah. no. <laughs> I do want to say that Lethal Enforcers, like that game, way back in the day. Oh, wow. I wanted that game. I was I was 16 at the time, and I remember I wanted Lethal Enforcers, and they wouldn't let me buy it. And I asked the guy over, I think it was Walmart at the time, actually. I went to Walmart. And I was just like, yeah, I'd like to get Lethal Force. He's like, well, are you 17 or older? I was like, no, I'm 16. And he goes, well, we can't sell the game to you. I'm sorry. And I was like, can I buy a real shotgun? And he goes, yes. And I looked at him. I go, are you serious? So yeah. I can buy a real shotgun, uh-huh. but if uh-huh. I want to play a toy one, no. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh-huh. Then, so, or, or, or as a certain um, attorney would like them to be called murder boxes or right. murder sims. But I mean, he was seriously, <laughs> like, I can get a, I can go, you know, I mean, I wouldn't, of course. Of I'm, course. I'm, I'm, I'm pleased. We're I'm a lovable into, chocobo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, but, but the, the, the that message That secret stands. Final Fantasy level. Uh. <laughs> yeah, you know, but, but I mean, I felt like that was just such, I, I told my dad, he's like, you're kidding. <laughs> like, really? You can get a real gun and go murder if you want. He's like, but if you want to play on the TV screen and be at home with your family, that's different. I, I would think, though, the game were released today, it would be T. Well, because be T is pushing. <laughs> like, like they, you know, you already have games of nudity. Like, the God of War series has, like, a tub game with naked women. Every yeah. game. Yes, I'm suit, dead Larry. serious. Oh, well, the well, suit Larry came out on the PS2, the latest version. Well, that's because the content of Leisure Suit Larry, it was, ooh, big and but. In comparison nowadays, nowadays well, uh, not so much. 
4chan, right? Okay. But, <laughs> okay. Uh, slash B. <laughs> moving on. Next moving story. On. News. Moving on to the next story. Our favorite governor of Tokyo. Our favorite governor of Tokyo, Ishihara, who is uh, in the habit of making, well, interesting comments. Uh, there was the Tokyo Anime Fair that was uh, supposed to be held uh, you know, at, uh, over at uh, Big Site, and it was canceled due to the earthquake. Right. And there were a number of people who were uh, not happy with uh, Ishihara, who is backing, who actually financially is involved in the Tokyo Anime Fair. Um, who were you know not happy with all these policies that he's uh, instilling? Who uh, decided to go and create their own a competing event that was happened at the same time? Ah. And basically, in uh, in comments kind of about this with the earthquakes and um, the fact that both of these events wound up being canceled, well, Ishizhara's comment is that basically they deserved it. Oh. <laughs> and his explanation of that was what? Well, if you if you go back to what he's always said, it's you know the, the questionable content of these kinds of materials. So, so basically, these people are creating uh, tools Karma. of evil that corrupt our children, and they deserve anything bad that's coming from them because they're evil. Yes, basically. Okay. So uh, also, he, he's kind of the Japanese Japanese equivalent of a certain lawyer that got disbarred in Florida. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You can yeah. say that. I have no idea who you're talking about. This is, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and, and so, so basically, sad. yes, uh, Ishihara is still Ishihara, and he will be for some time because he was reelected. Wow. So uh, yeah, he, he, he's also <laughs> the one who said that, uh, you know, a tsunami was divine punishment for uh, Japan's selfishness. I remember yeah. that. Uh, that. In other that countries, people like news. that don't get a re oh, uh, elected. Reelected? Yeah. yeah. So wow. <laughs> well, actually, uh, actually, from uh, the reports I have uh, reports I've seen, is that there was kind of some interesting uh, possible shenanigans happening with that election. <laughs> is that one of uh, one of his major opponents is actually now uh, closely involved with him in his own party? Interesting. Mm. Uh -huh. yeah. So hey, you know. So they do uh, read the English language Japanese news sites about possibly. So that's the news of Japan. Yeah, here in the U.S. Oh boy. Uh, Nickelodeon is uh, streaming a promotional video for the upcoming Voltron Force cartoon. Okay, so <laughs> I, I am an absolute student of American animation, and I, I, I read Toonzone Daily, I read Animation World, I follow these things closely. World Event Productions, the company that bought the rights to Voltron, they have one other cartoon. And that's, that's Denver the Last Dinosaur, basically. That's they right. have versions of Voltron <laughs> and Denver, and that's it. No, and, no, and, they've and, got and, more. I've got to be fair about this. Yes. They also have Bravestar, and they have Vitor. No, 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 no. They have Vitor, <laughs> but Bravestar is owned by Fun Funmation. It's owned by them, but they bought the licensing rights to really? re-release them as DVDs and full series now. I did that's, not know that's that. That's a new thing. Okay. So we're going to see Bravestar released. Yeah. It actually just was released. It's on their website right now. If you go to Voltron.com... <laughs> No joke, you have to go there to go to the merchandise. Yeah. And you'll yeah. find it there. They're, they're okay. offering a lot of cool stuff. That's but yeah, so we might see I, I, some, really old, the... some older fans maybe doing some Brave Star cosplays. That would well, be scary. Brave Star is actually currently being broadcast. If you have HD sub channels, um, one of the networks that's usually carried <laughs> as a sub channel is uh, a, a channel called Kubo, which is a family channel. And after midnight, they will show cartoons for the 1980s and they will show. 
what is it? Filmations, Ghostbusters, He-Man, She-Ra, and Brave Star in a four-hour block. Uh, I know locally it's, it's on... What, no Beetlejuice? No, uh, oh. locally it's on, I think, Channel <laughs> Maybe 39. Maybe it's not Brave Star. Maybe don't it's Saber Rider. On that. Yeah, no, it's Saber Rider. Saber, Saber Rider. Rider. That's and it. Yeah. I was like, wait a minute. Maybe that's not right. But those were shows... I mean, Vitor is crap. It's it's only claimed to fame as being... <laughs> no, it's only claimed to fame as being heavily rotoscoped. When, when I bought the DVD... Oh, that's a fantastic claim to fame. <laughs> heavily rotoscoped. Yeah, I, and... and, and um, They sent I mean, me animation cells of Vitor when I bought really? the DVD series. They're like, do you want some animation cells? I was like, totally. And yeah. They, they yeah. sent me a bunch. It but, was wonderful. But, I mean, the, the, the World Events Productions, they, they're, they're basically writing Voltron as closely into hell as possible. They had the issue with the Voltron live action film wherein Toei uh-huh. contacted them and said, we gave you the rights to the cartoon of, of, of Go Lion worldwide, but we never said anything about live action. We want to talk. Is it Thankfully, just that's Go Lion bad. that they have the rights for? Yes. Or do they have the rights for the other two? No. Um, just uh, I, I, I don't know. They have. I don't think they have a big ass, which was the third Voltron, which was three robots. And I do There's not the know. There's the space one in the cars. I know they're yeah, discussing the it right ones. now. The car yeah. one they want to get. They, yeah, they, they got the rights. The they the got the rights to the car one. They released that on DVD. Which the, the Voltron and the the movie, the Fleet of Doom one. If if you want to see a voice acting crew earn their paycheck, the vehicle Voltron, because that had 15 main characters. 15 cars. <laughs> <laughs> you had, 15 you had main characters cars, and how many voice five actors? Planes, and uh, like seven, and then like five uh-huh. boats, which is great in space. You want boats in space. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, the animation company that's actually doing the new Voltron Force cartoon is the same company that did Speed Racer the Next Generation. If you've been <laughs> unlucky enough to come across this cartoon on Nicktoons or online, I did. It is it is absolutely atrocious. Yes. I've I've seen footage of Voltron Force. Uh, the robot itself is cel shaded 3D. It's not bad. The character animation is okay, it's but different. it yeah it 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 really feels like something that should have come out in 1995-96. It's really got that aesthetic, pretty hardcore. Yeah, uh, I just have one question. Yeah, is it as bad as Gundam SD? Um, nothing as bad. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, I follow American animation. That doesn't necessarily mean that I like it, especially 80s stuff. I I don't know. I mean, they're they're they they're they're certainly pushing this. I don't know who the production staff is. I haven't seen any writing staff. That's usually a very bad sign. <laughs> but it could it could be you know good people or not. But I I, I don't have high hopes for this. Yeah. All right. And uh, in other news, well, news that is news that is not news because it's going on for a while. Borders is continuing to circle the drain. Oh, uh, recently. Barnes & Noble has bid on 10 of their stores, as well as the online store and their, quote, customer information. See, and Ooh. that's the golden egg, isn't it? And that's the golden egg, yes. Yeah. So, uh, while Too bad there's... this didn't happen before all this, and maybe we'd still have Tokyo Pop. No, because th- yeah. that's basically everything, though. Once you lose the online store and what few stores they have left, what is Borders? Yes. It's a border around Barnes & Noble. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> well, basically, while there is a bid and it's in the works, we don't have any further news of that yet. Uh, there has been no bid on the someone company. someone is bidding on Barnes & Noble right now. And yes, that is Stars Media. Really? Whoa. Stars Media so, so, has so, put a bid in on Barnes & Noble. They, they are, can I just say, they are very strange because they went on an animation uh-huh. company buying spring a few years back. They bought Film Roman, who does The Simpsons and King of the Hill and a bunch of others. And then they bought Mainframe. 
unfortunately, none of the mainframe people were still there. They renamed it Rainmaker Animation and made some really atrocious uh, direct-to-video Barbie shows. Don't ask me how I know that. I know everything. I remember that. The, the, <laughs> the, anyway. zombie, the zombie vegetable one. I remember that. Yeah, I, I'm surprised. that they, they have, like, tons of media stuff, but that they're actually going into the stores. It's it's really weird. Yeah. So, interesting things going on in the uh, U.S. publishing and distribution uh, business yes. right now. And in good news, while, while uh, a number of us you know, did not necessarily get taken up in the rapture... <laughs> Fortune has <laughs> smiled upon us, for Keanu Reeves has completely walked away from any idea of the Akira movie. Please call it Steve. There are no Asians involved. The name of the movie <laughs> is Steve. I also Steve. heard that he was rumored to play Spike in the live-action Cowboy Bebop. Yeah, he, that he is, of course, still a question, ago. but at least we're down one. Yeah. Uh, not only not only has he completely walked away, but uh, basically everyone who was involved is no longer... Yeah, so, Warner so Brothers, it, is, it is back into pre-pre-pre-production mode. Well, yeah, Warner Brothers did some damage control. They did a press release saying, we, we still own the rights to the movie. We're going to do something. Darn it. And you're all going to pay. But, you know, what that is at this point is anyone's guess. Yeah. Dollar uh -huh. movie. Yes. <laughs> and if I, if I could throw in one interesting piece of news, um, the Blockbuster firm of, of DVD stores was bought <laughs> by Dish Network. And they've finally done something with it. If you have a Dish Network subscription, you will get three months free of their unlimited DVD and video game rental by mail service. Hmm. And, and and that is very interesting. If, if, if you have Dish service, you should be getting uh, your your, your uh, card to get it soon. And I, I think that's a media sort of synergy to watch. Yeah. All right. Well, speaking of other synergy... The uh, Sony Music Direct Japan has begun selling the uh, pop band Supercell that has a single out, and it has reached <clears throat> it has reached number eight on the uh, worldwide. For and what have they done that we might? Because uh, I uh, haven't heard of this before. Okay, sure. they they've done a number of. Uh, okay. Uh, Supercell has uh, been one of the ones involved since the very beginning on the really popular uh, Miku. Videos oh, okay. that are out there, oh. okay. on on doing on doing covers of, and uh, basically uh, su they're doing uh, super covers cell. of a robot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what, what what the idea is is that people people made songs uh, in Vocaloid, uh -huh. and then these songs became very popular through. Uh, Too bad through, like, they Nico didn't Nico. pick any of those really popular ones for the Toyota Corolla commercial. Oh, I man. finally saw that. <laughs> uh -huh. for, for those of you who didn't listen to the last podcast, the new Toyota Corolla commercial in the United States has Miku in it. And she gets out of the car, and one of her songs starts playing, and it's one of the Japanese ones that I haven't really heard before. Where, where, where yeah. are they showing this commercial? S state. Nationwide. On TV, dude. Uh, That's insane. Look on YouTube. I guess it's a YouTube thing. I guess it's an internet generation thing that I don't have. Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, uh, this uh, the, this group, um, you know, some of the really popular uh, Vocaloid songs they started to do covers of, and then uh, they got really popular through Nico Nico, and they got to the point where they were doing opening the closings for animations now. Uh, the the first really big one is they did the cl they did were, the, were those uh, original songs that they did the openings and closings. Yes. Okay. Yes. 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 And so basically, they made it to the the current uh, they made it to. Number seven, they're currently uh, number eight on the uh, iTunes uh, international sales. That's fantastic. So. Um, so, so, so buying digitally music from Japan, 
is there any kind of import fee, or does it cost more just because Japanese media usually does? Or what's well, our accessibility? If you, to that? if you have a U.S. Um, say Apple device, Account, yeah, you cannot. You're supposedly you're supposed to not be able to download from any country outside of yours. They're, yes. region, wow. they're, they're country locked. That's yes. a great way to which, not make money. Yeah, which is why this this is a uh, this is a song that you know is in international distribution now uh, okay. instead of being just restricted to Japan. Yeah. yeah. So in its debut, it's hit that high. Wow. So, so it, I hate it has to be when they upload it to iTunes, they have to either say it's for international or it's country specific. Right. Yes. Because I kind of wondered about that because I know on my iPhone uh, or iPod Touch, I'm sorry, <laughs> my iPod Touch. When Specificity I is important Well, here. I downloaded Secret of Mana, but I, I run my entire iPod in Japanese. So when I downloaded it, it came out with a sick in Densetsu too. Yeah. That's what it said. I switched it to English mode just to see, and it came up with Secret of Mana. And like, it, if you do that, all the games are in Japanese. All the games are, all the applications, everything's well, I, in Japanese. I'm sure it's easier so, to code something and then release it as one big package with all the language which packs. Which makes right, sense. Exactly. That would it's make sense with the language file. packs. Yeah, yeah th that's a lot easier for the coders to do that. Because there's a lot of games nowadays, especially some of the Japanese games that come out stateside that have the Japanese language in the menu. You just have to turn it on. Yeah, especially right. with PS3 games. You know, they're, Sony's yeah, horrible, but they've got Blu-ray. I always play it in Japanese if I can. No offense to any English voice actors. <laughs> okay, and in other news, Sega has announced that uh, it and a Chinese firm, Beijing Perfect World Network, will be uh, opening an MMO based on Saint Seiya. Yeah, that that was big news. Sega's doing great, by the way. They had their uh, their their stock report, and like they are making serious money on like. Superhero and systems. Sonic games. Yeah, I know. I it's like so sad. the Dreamcast. It well, was still far make superior to yeah, the make PS2. Crazy but... Taxi 6 is coming out. And Pachinko. Oh, Lord, yes. they have Pachinko. Yes. <laughs> but uh, Saint Seiya is uh, more popularly known in the uh, States as... I don't know. <sighs> Super Midget <laughs> Brigade? <laughs> I love them. No. <laughs> oh. The Bondage Ladies. <laughs> um... Godzilla versus Megalon, help me here! <laughs> I have no idea. Saint Seiya. I don't know any of this moon language Japanese crap. Seiya <laughs> moon? <laughs> okay, continuing news, but Warky had to step away from the microphone for a moment, so taking his spot, we have Aletha in charge of cosplay. Hello. Hello, Letha. Okay, Bentley, continuing with news. Going back to Saint Seiya, people in the United States may know it more as Knights of the Zodiac. No! As an MMO. <laughs> I watched oh. it. interesting. Anyways, in other news, we have an uh, announcement of two live-action adaptations starting in both in July. One for a new Detective Conan mm. TV series. Oh, they're doing a, a live-action TV series? Because yes. I know they're doing specials. In Japan. Oh. They're, they're, they're doing a live-action TV the series. The thing about the specials is they, they, they never had them as the kids. They would immediately turn into adults for the whole episode. They're going to do it for the series? Apparently, this is, uh, this is for them in the, uh, at least, main character in the uh, kid's body. Huh. Is this in Japan? Okay. It's in Japan, yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's it's on A&E. It's going to show up opposite The Walking Dead. Oh, okay. <laughs> See, Detective Conan is the same. but little in Japan. Yes. And the the other one is Orin High School Host Club. <laughs> <laughs> it's also getting a live-action adaptation. Oh, starting this yeah. July. <laughs> you're, 
Yeah. In Japan or in America? In Japan. Okay. Oh, of course, oh, it's in you're Japan. You're not gonna get this in America. <laughs> Actually, no, no, I take that back. Stuff like this might get picked up by Crunchyroll. They've done that before. Right, but that's that's not television. I mean, come on. It's webcasting. Yeah, okay. You can watch it on your television. Watch it on your television if you have a... Yeah. (laughs) In spite of the crying, I actually really like Host Club. So you can stop now. All right. All right. (laughs) (laughs) But it's live action Host Club. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Ow. Yeah. Yes. Which, which could be painfully bad. Yes. If you want we'll painful, watch the live awesome. action Sailor Moon or the live action Utena. Point. Uh, They're musicals. I, I, I love Sentai of all kinds. I'm sorry. <laughs> you like the Utena musical? Sentai of all sizes. I can watch it. Yes. Here. I almost. Oh, they were all the I same tried to size. get uh, there were Sarah and I to watch uh, the new Power Rangers that came on, and yeah, that she failed. unfortunately had a, a bout of good taste. Good taste. And I wasn't able yeah. To... <laughs> <laughs> I'll break you. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> all right, and in news of acquisitions, uh, it Dun-dun-dun. is announced that Sentai Filmworks has picked up uh, licenses for Amagami SS and MM, which are, which are, uh, they're anime titles. Yeah, yes, they they are. Are. that's shocking. <laughs> Ogami SS is uh, based on a uh, visual novel. Uh, it's poor. Where basically, it's a uh, <laughs> 20, 26 uh, episode series where basically they actually go through and they go through all of the arcs where the main character beats all of the girls and then they like have a three, four episode arc and then they reset. Higurashi, he, like, pretty much. So, so if you're too lazy to play the game for two hours you can now watch six <laughs> hours of animation that would show what would happen if you played the damn game yes and well uh, minus the shenanigans that are uh, in the game uh, no okay. shenanigans not in the tv no uh, well okay but on the special blue shenanigans light <laughs> shenanigans light yes. but but no serious or shenanigans hinted of occurring yeah yeah, yeah 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 heavy blushes and mm uh the less said better really Okay. <laughs> okay. Let's on. just continue. Yep. Okay. The main character is a masochist, quite literally. Sweet. And it rolls from there. Okay. Is he a okay. Moe masochist? Is that why it's MM? <laughs> Let's go on. <laughs> <laughs> dot dot dot. All right. All right. And in other acquisitions, uh, Funimation <laughs> has announced that they've picked up the uh, new Full Metal Alchemist movie. Which okay. has not yet started to show in Japan. They've already picked up licenses. It, it, that is was that quick. still based on the manga, or is it an original story? It is apparently uh, original. As in, it doesn't have anything to do with the uh, most recent uh, Brotherhood, Brotherhood series. Yeah. So that's not which, which, the Brotherhood series more uh, closely, right, closely follows, follows the, manga. the manga. Yeah. So it's like the Dragon Ball Z movies. They're its own thing. They don't follow the manga at all. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And they've also picked up license for Korewa Zamba, Zombie Desuka. Yay. How was that? Is, is this a zombie? Okay, the first episode, it, yeah. it, it was almost like uh, kind of watching an animated axe cop. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, it's so awesome. <laughs> because the guy starts out as a zombie, and then he becomes a magical girl later, and you're like, okay, what are they going to do next one? Make him a you know a zombie, magical girl, vampire? What happens next? This is well, why I watch cartoons Well, until they things on the pink chainsaw, he's okay with the vampire thing. Yes, and okay. he is a magical girl. Yeah. I, I watch American cartoons. 
When you say that again, I just get Moldiver in my head. Yes, but anyways, it is a it is it is a fun funny show, and Funimation has picked it up. Oh, uh, actually, fun, fun, going fun. back to the, the uh, Sentai, uh, both Amagami SS and MM are probably going to be uh, sub only for their okay. releases. Hmm. So you just cheered or cried a little. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah. All right, and we have uh, a, no, a number of announced delays in Funimation releases. So Big if surprise. you're looking for uh, certain uh, certain titles, uh, the uh, Dragon Ball Z Season 1 Part 5, Bucket and <laughs> Test, Sergeant Frog, and Gungrave, um, there are releases that were have been delayed. Uh, are these well, DVD or Blu-ray? Yes. Okay. It depends on which title. Right. So are these reprints of Gungrave? Because that was previously a Genion title, and it was all out. I assume it was yes. a rescue. Okay. And uh, Gungrave is uh, being delayed from the end of June to, uh, well, the middle of July. That's is it the bad. same dub and everything? They're just reprinting the discs? Most likely, yes. Yeah. So the, usually uh, all the uh, acquisitions Funimation has made, uh, they just use the original yeah. tracks. And, well, uh, Bakuta to Test and the Dragon Balls, they're being delayed from uh, June 7th to June 28th. You don't own Dragon Ball by now. You're not a fan. (laughs) (laughs) But how much much Dragon Ball? (laughs) Are we counting that live action movie? (laughs) You know, the one where Bulma is the only Asian. (laughs) (laughs) And last but not least, uh, Anchor Bay has announced that they have plans to release the uh, um, Madhouse uh, film Redline. That's interesting. They don't release much anime at all. They don't release much anime at all. And we do not yet have a date for the U.S., whereas we have dates for both the U.K. and Japan already. Hmm. So, more on that as it comes out. If it is available, uh, it might be something I show in the viewing rooms. Okay. Okay. Because it's kind of, you know, out there. I would think they would do it because it's more of an art house kind of fair. And Anchor Bay buys a lot of that kind of stuff from other countries. Uh So we have, again, release dates for other countries, but not the U.S. yet. But they have announced that they have an intention to. The con will pay for you to go on a three-week trip to Europe to secure that DVD. I'm there. (laughs) (laughs) Never. (laughs) (laughs) And that's it with the news. Since we've got Aletha here, um, what's going on? Yeah, what's going on with cosplay? Well, with cosplay right now, the most important thing is I need you guys to know we moved cosplay. Okay? It's on top of the building. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. It's for helicopter coverage. No. Actually, what we did was we moved it on the schedule. We moved it one hour earlier. I need you all to know this. I need you all to tell 10 people because I don't want anybody to come in halfway through the contest and start crying. It'll make me sad. Cosplay starts at 5. It goes from 5 to 8. The lineup will start at 4 o'clock. I'll start letting people into the room at 4.30. All right? Now, cosplay sign-ups, if you'd like to be on the other side of the stage, and I hope you will, is going to open up in late August. The date is on the forums. If you have any questions, email me, cosplay at animebonsai.org. I actually check it once a week, twice a week. But... Twice a week. Every day. Almost every day. (laughs) (laughs) 
okay. (laughs) (laughs) But seriously, call me. I want to see you on one side of my stage or the other. Cosplay is going to be great this year. Okay, email me. Call Call me me. on the forums. Okay. And call me, uh, call me. me. Whoa. Call me Maya Mayaha. (laughs) Oh. That's wow, that was a big thunderclap. Thunder. We got thunder out. <laughs> thunder, thunder, thundercats. Oh, well, that that's was... going to be a fun okay. one. No, there was Sorry. only one hoe, and it was not the one you would think. But. Uh, <laughs> 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 <Whoa>. <laughs> okay, but seriously, with cosplay, we're just rolling along. The rules are online. The rules are on the forums. If you have any questions, PM me, email me. I will be happy to take a look at them and get back to you. Okay. Great. Oh, actually, uh, something to add in uh, other news. In a local event uh, coming up in June 11th, just for people who may not have heard about it, is the Asian Festival down at the uh, Southtown Expo. thought we'd give a general announcement about that uh, so people could check it out. It is uh, utahasianfestival.com for more details. It is on June 11th from 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. There's usually really decent food and great dancing. Yep. It's actually someplace you're not going to spend a ton of money. Unless you okay. want to. Yeah. Unless you want to buy a several hundred dollar kimono. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. It's a place yeah. that you'll spend a lot of money selectively. <laughs> I don't want to go to a place where you spend a lot of money unselected. Well, Vegas. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> or yeah, conventions. Yeah, I'm about to say. <laughs> I love We, we kind of run one of them. <laughs> no, and, spe- uh, at conventions, you spend a lot of money generally. <laughs> yeah. And Chris, didn't you have something to bring up too? Yeah, I did. Um, interesting article came out that I definitely say affects most otaku. Um, there was a scientific study done that showed a direct correlation. Once again, yes, I understand correlation does not equal causation. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> you should listen to this. Yes. And this is something that caught me off guard. Um, there has been a direct correlation shown between basically reading text on an LCD screen and the amount of melatonin produced in your brain. I've known this for years. And you're not I, I have sleeping a sleep disorder. Because... <laughs> it's called anime. No. Um, <laughs> I just found this really interesting because as someone who re- you know does quite a bit of reading online, as I'm sure a lot of our listeners do, and so it's one of those things where the older I get and the more I'm reading on my LCD screen, it seems like the more melatonin I would have to take to get to sleep. And you, you noticed it after the, after you read the study, of course. Well, yeah, after I read the study. <laughs> but no. But it made himself examine it, right? We're exactly. not usually following our sleep studies, our sleep schedules all that closely. Yeah. I do because, well, I don't sleep. Um, <laughs> you have extra time. I do. It's amazing. So, no, just something interesting because I was just – Uh, This came up because um, myself and a whole bunch of the other committee heads and uh, their seconds were were all sitting around last night, and this got brought up because everyone had bought Kindles, either a Kindle or a Nook, and they were discussing. We got on this because of the difference of e-ink and how that's going to affect the manga industry. Um, Actually, that is positively. I really hope so. I really I have do. something to say about that after he's done. <laughs> okay. Well, no, I'm just, I, I want to see more manga come out on Kindles, Nooks, uh, e-readers of any type. I would love that. And it's one of the big reasons I'm looking at getting it is just so I can sit there and go through and have my series ready to go. Absolutely. Oh, ab- yeah. I, and I really hope it does well for the manga industry. It's, because... it's done incredibly well for American comics. Oh, yeah. Um, 
Archie Comics, believe it or not, they released everything, which is like 80 years worth of 12 billion comics. Like, it's <laughs> a doll wow. the same thing. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, You'll never learn. Hey, I, Sorry. I, I, I had my Betty and Veronica moment as a child. But, uh, yes. Yeah, they, they released everything. the and part there. Yeah. Go on. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> you know, they released everything for a dollar, and it's really successful. Marvel's Digital Comics, Comixology. I would hope and pray that, uh, the, the manga companies that are publishing are, are looking at digital very, very closely because the train's already leaving the station and, and, and there are more excellent, inexpensive tablets and e-ink devices. You get an e-ink device in a, in a small form factor that'll read EPUB for about 150, 160 bucks. I, 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 I hope it's the future. Of course, you just still have the problem with uh, standards and uh, no, proprietarian. Just... And DRM. Well, less than it used to because it's it's all either the Adobe system or open, pretty much at this point. Or so proprietary it's better Barnes than it and Noble. Be. Yeah. Right. Well, actually, Barnes yeah. and Noble is not the one pulling proprietary stuff. It's it's, it's, it's Amazon. Kindle. Yeah, but Kindle yeah. is Amazon, on every yeah. device, right? Kindle tries to be on every smartphone, every every well, Apple uh, computer. Apple has not gotten into this part of it yet. Well, they have iBooks, but it hasn't. Well, they been. have the iBooks, yes, but they're not really that big into it. Yeah. 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 Yeah, there there are a lot of uh, they have their music apps, cash though. cow. Okay, yeah, that's true. Yeah, ninety nine cents a song. Wee, <laughs> So, j- just to go ahead and summarize that, what you're saying, Chris, is that they found a link between if you read a lot of things on LCD, yeah. computer screens or e-readers, your brain doesn't produce as much melatonin. Not e-readers. Not e-readers. Well, so not e-readers. E-ink. Yeah, or not e-readers. e-ink. Yeah, yeah. e-ink. Uh-huh. Specifically, it's, trans- it's transflective. Yeah, it, it since it works differently with your brain, they're finding the people that use those to read books over reading it on a screen, you'll have less. You, your body will still produce the melatonin, right. so you have less trouble sleeping. Exactly. Yeah. But if you do read a lot of things on the computer, you might want to consider that in your sleep choice. Exactly. Once again, to know. correlation does not equal causation. But just if you a, want to test this, just uh, stare at a monitor for four hours before you go to sleep every night and see what happens. Yeah. How would we know the difference? We do that already. Yeah. 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 Okay, fair enough. Okay, but about, about the, the e-readers, I also have recently looked into getting an e-reader with so many of uh, the titles that I really want to see going out of hard copy format in the U.S. Yeah. You know, And what I've found is a lot of them you can get for half the price electronically but when i search it's all yaoi it's it's uh pages and pages of yaoi and like vampire hunter d special search on all the stuff that you want huh i searched manga okay i searched manga you need to search by the title it takes too long. <laughs> Boy. Well, it either takes too long or you get the Yahweh. Yeah. So. yeah. That's true. That's, That's how search works. All of works. the Yahweh is like Yahweh, Yahweh manga. manga. Yahweh, and manga. It you either get specific or you get pages everything. Pages and pages. So if you are a Yahweh fan, I'm pretty sure that any uh, any format Bentley, is going to type of Velcro you're come up on them. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, that's a bit creepier than intended. Though. Yeah, yeah, that Go was figure. a whole different image of the podcast uh, recording. Zippers again. Thanks. Large adult male playing with Velcro is creepy. News at eleven. Yeah, not, that's not Gordon in the background, is it? No, no. Well, eventually we get the Velcro wall up here. 
So would that far. be a way to keep the people close to their microphones or I, I just need to electrify <laughs> all the chairs. <laughs> I need to electrify all the chairs so when someone starts drifting away from the microphone headsets. I just press the button and all of a sudden really expensive headsets. That might have a different effect. You know, if you shorten the cord, mm-hmm. it depends on where I put the, sh- the little device that shocks it. And made it to Points. like this, where the cord can only be as long as it needed to be. Well, that and doesn't help if somebody's turning their head. Yeah, off-axis is a problem. Unless you talk, unless you tilt your head while still talking into the microphone. I can tilt. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're still a little new at this. This is episode yeah. Unless you tilt your head. <laughs> yeah. Now you see everyone do their bobblehead yeah. impression. All right. Well, I I think we're about ready to end this one. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say so, so. Oh, hey, look, Warky's coming back. Yay! Yay! So, Aletha, do you want to say your goodbyes before Warky sits down and we can finish this? Okay, guys. Finish I it. hope we see you later, and uh, don't judge us. Okay, none of us sleep very much. <laughs> don't you judge me? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well. Thanks for listening, everybody, and thank you very much, Warky, for showing up. Wark! Woo! I love me! You're the greatest, Warky! (laughs) (laughs) You almost are. (laughs) Almost. So we we might, you know, in the future, grab you again for one of these recordings if you have time. I would definitely love to be back for another one. That would be awesome. So love to have you. So thank you for listening, everybody, and until next time. See ya. Um, One last thing. Uh, I, I'm just going to tack this onto the end here. Now, I, I know that many of you also watch uh, American cartoons. If if you're if you're over the age of 18 and and you're male, it's okay that you watch cartoons. It's okay that you watch, you know, Pokemon or 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 or, or Avatar's Great or or even like SpongeBob. But if really? you're over 18 and male, stop watching My Little Pony Friendship is Magic. I am sick and tired of seeing you people on all the message boards, uh, everywhere, talking up a children's program about talking magical horses. It's a horse with a sword. No. But but, Jose, it's okay if you're female, though. Are are, are you done? Marginally. Okay, I'm just throwing that out there. It's It's a plea. It's very personal to me. Stop it. You're an adult. You know they're just trolling you, right? <laughs> I, I know they're just trolling me. Today on Anime Bonsai Podcast, we dealt with racism and ageism poorly. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, good night, everybody. Good night. Good night. If you have any suggestions or comments about this program, you can visit the podcast thread on the AnimeBonsai.org message boards. You can also submit questions for us to answer, and we'll try to address them on future shows. So, until next time, and thank you for listening.